to the podcast, everybody. We are watching movies and talking about them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome, everybody, to Polarized, the podcast. This is a podcast about polarizing movies and the sense of Rotten Tomatoes score. Sometimes critics love it. Sometimes audiences hate it. And we watch movies where those discrepancies are large. And uh, yeah, today we are talking about one of those movies. And that movie is The Mechanic. 19... What is it? 1972. Um, Before I get, you know, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Oh, what I will say is is that the percentage score is 33% rotten. 60 and that's the critics and then 65 percent uh audience score i'm not going to go any further in talking about this movie until i bring in my wonderful and lovely co-host or forever guest as he's sometimes called mr james Lindsay. how is it going hello hello nice to nice to see you today um this is a this is a wonderful day to talk about polarizing movies I've, you know, our, our thing here is that we bring the love with the vitriolic discourse mm. that's going on sometimes on the internet. Absolutely. And there's right. a lot of, there's a lot of back and forth, uh, with who's right, who's wrong. And it's, it's very fun and interesting to go on these journeys where we, we, uh, go down the path of the middle of these two camps, the audience and the critics who, who just disagree on every movie that we pick. Um, yeah. And to try to mediate that has, oh, has been really interesting and, and fun. Oh, totally. I feel like I'm still reeling, though, I will say, from last week's episode, because that just really did lead to an existential crisis in my life where oh my it was goodness. like, what? you know, wow. Um, yeah, I... Th- life is short, um, and... He, I think there's a lot of things to be thankful for that that movie had posited. And I focused on those things and said, these are, you know, I, even though the movie seems very cynical, I think it just is, that's how realism can come off. I'm thinking of ending things. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking of ending things just to, for anybody who didn't listen. Um, yeah. A Charlie Kaufman movie, but yeah, I, and that what you were saying stirred that inside me where, yeah, I was just thinking that, you know, to get to the even though we said somewhat favorably, like just getting into why people don't like it and why people do like it and where do we fall. And typically, you know, in a lot of these movies that we do, we fall kind of we fall in the middle, you know, and I think that's uh, symbolic of. Uh, like real conversations that you have about things that you care about. And um, yeah, I'm excited again to get into another movie. Absolutely. And uh, you know, it's, it's hard to be completely one way or the other, but you know, it's uh, most of the time you find that, that people aren't that way when you talk to them and on the internet, they uh, it's, it's going to get more interest if it's one, if it's uh, five stars or one star. And honestly, they those are the ones that get more attention here. So it's it kind of it kind of makes sense. But this is one just to talk about uh, a little bit about the movie today is the mechanic. It's from 1972, mm-hmm. a time when Rotten Tomatoes didn't even exist. Um, right. And in order to talk about this movie yeah, properly, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. 
we brought back a legend yes. of yeah, of, let's... of the Polar Kingdom. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Brandon, can continue to to tee this guy up. I mean, he's, oh yeah, yeah. I'll let make he's wait, he's waiting in the wings. Let, he's just he's, he's waiting he's, in the wings. Like, chomping, at, he's, he's chomping at the bit, and I can he's see chomping see at the. You know that we got these these beautiful red curtains here at the polarized uh, recording zone. And he's mm-hmm, just chopping yeah. at those red curtains. He's and got. He wants to get on stage. He wants to. Yeah, he wants to be heard. He's got things to say. And this was a movie mm-hmm. that he was very passionate about. Uh, Correct. About yeah. and, and came to us with this. And and we told we told him we tell everyone you let us know if if you find a polarized movie and put that polarized bat sign up in the sky. Uh huh. We did say that. We did say we do say that. And we say that again. Yeah. Uh. Let me have the greatest pleasure to introduce the one and only Danny Dirge. Danny Burge. Danny, what's going on? How are you, my friend? You dubbed the Polar Kingdom name. You dubbed the Polar Bears the fan club. Right. You, you have created uh, war, war for, they, uh, for they, this they, podcast. They made themselves, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the polar bears, they, they already, they knew what they were. I just, you know, pulled it out of the, the collective consciousness. Mm. Wow. You are a real, uh, a a seer of, you know, uh, a, what is it? It's like a, a flare, like somebody who's able to through time and space, seemingly influence others or really not influences what you're saying, but harness the power of their collective, you know, consciousness. You know, they yeah. they did the work, you know, I'm just, I'm just, you know, reading you're the arbiter. Right. Right. You know, I'm, I'm picking up on those whispers, you know, man, that's such a pacifist attitude to have about a movie that you are excited about, which I would is the opposite, you know? Well, so I'm I'm curious why why this movie. I love what oh. that sentiment about you, you know, and I love that you are part of the podcast lore, and it's good to have you back on. But <laughs> that seem but that attitude seems so, uh, yeah, contradictory to this. What's what's the what's this movie to what, you? What's it all about? Um, no, no, about. we'll get into what it's all about. We'll we'll do that. I love I love Charles Bronson, and truth be told. If if I had my druthers, we'd be talking about uh, well, Mr. Fantastic or whatever. There's this one majestic. Where I think it was called. I, it was the movie that uh, two. I watched it on Tubi today, and I was like, "Oh, you, you like did. the mechanic? You would love Mr. Majestic." Did you watch it, it? No, I was gonna uh, try to fit yeah. in Death Wish because I've never seen Death Wish. Oh yeah, but I didn't. Yeah. But that that one's on Death my list Wish, now for sure. Death Wish like is I, I like as far as in the Bronson verse like I. I'd rather watch Mr. Majestic all the way. I mean, it's he's a melon farmer. Like the stakes are crazy low. <laughs> I <laughs> love guys, low stakes. He's messing with his melons and he's getting oh, real mad. So I love low stake movies. <laughs> I get annoyed with high stake movies, honestly. Uh, well, and that's where Death Wish, like, you know, some some bad things happen for him to like kind of go vigilante mm. and and Death Wish is. Uh, this, you know, you might not, you might want to save that one for a little bit later. Like, but what yeah, was, I mean, what was not, your uh, initial yeah. like Bronson movie that got you so into him? Was it this one? Was or how did how did you who who showed you Bronson? Charles Bronson was like, you got to see don't this guy. Really know in the sense that I remember my grandpa used to watch like movies, and up, I'd be up late, and usually we'd watch like unsolved mysteries and stuff. 
And mm. at the end of Unsolved Mysteries, we'd have to go to bed. And if I faked asleep, my grandpa wouldn't fuck with me. And so then <laughs> I'd, I'd just lay there and watch whatever the fuck he watched. And I remember, I don't, you know, the Bronson that I remember, my first glimpse of Bronson was like black and white or something. Wow. I just remember this wow. guy with like beady eyes and like black hair and this fucking mustache. Cause he used to have yeah. a lot of thick, like a bigger mustache and stuff. And uh, like, but still like, he always looks you know like like a like an old wrinkly you know yeah like, like a real oh, son wow, of a bitch like a real grizzled real dried all up or something he, yeah he, he looks dangerous the, he looks oh, cut yeah. out of wood yes he looks yeah, well, very dangerous because he's yeah. got a, a lot of wear and tear Deep and his he, you yeah. believe he's a psycho like you believe you can barely he, see his eyes <laughs> yeah he's got those beady eyes yeah he's i i, I people have told yes. me that as well where it's like yeah you just like it's so i don't know it's so set in and it just yeah it also creates this element of like what is he up to and he's so confident and also his cadence of speech is like very measured and uh and he's only saying what he needs to say and he's got a matter of fact yeah he's in everything yeah monotone yeah and he was in yeah. a few westerns i think early on in his career which totally fits his look and and just picture i mean i can't think of any off off the top of that well, of my he head that i've seen the, but uh, just looking uh, at his uh once upon a time in the west is that what it that's was right that's right yeah, See, uh, I've, yeah i've seen that yeah once upon a time in the west of course yeah um, that was, uh, was one of the yeah one done on the yeah. proto podcast right because we, we were you there then Danny when we talked about yes, uh, yes once upon yeah you were That's right the first one I did with you guys yeah yeah so just again like I I think we brought this up when you were on last time but like uh at the very beginning of the pandemic I um shifted over and me and my buddy Dave who I'm going to Coachella with we're like let's uh, let's get, let's get on a let's get on a Zoom and talk about movies and schedule a time and do it and um that and what we did is we took the top 25 of the best of the 100 best movies i think f on rotten tomatoes like have the highest scores or whatever and um once upon a time in the west is on there and uh yeah he's totally in that movie and that movie fucking rocks like that oh man what a yeah, what an incredible movie and he plays the bad guy right charles bronson's the bad guy right he's the uh, guy in no, black, no, black he, no, he's like the other dude that's helping the lady, and I'm pretty sure. Okay, then, maybe I'll not remember it right because it was a while ago. Yeah, it's also a very long and slow movie, but it's good. He was in a movie called I'm, I'm looking on IMDb, a movie called Machine Gun Kelly, where he played George R. Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whoa, I didn't know, so I didn't know that... that came from some from something. I assumed well, it, it had that? to, but uh, that was 1958. You think Machine wow. Gun Kelly is just chilling watching a 1958 movie starring Charles Bronson? He must, Probably. Right? Yeah, I don't but know it's much about him, so. Yeah, totally. I mean, well, no, I mean, it must, it must it, have come it, from there. I want to know what it's, what's his first credit if you got it pulled up. Because his like, first credit? It's TV series. Yeah. It's a Fireside Theater, uh, you know, and he's in there's some uncredited stuff. What and, year is that? Oh, man, 1949 is his first credit. Wow, man. Isn't that, isn't that a, it was something up. he was working. He seems like such a hard worker. He's just working in these working TV, guy. TV series, uh, like a lot of Western, like these Westerns in the fifties and, and, and stuff like that. Didn't um, he make a movie with Bruce Willis? 
or that's, no, Bruce Willis right. did remade Death Wish. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I mean, speaking of remakes, this move, the mechanic was remade as well with uh, Jason yeah. Satham. I never saw that one, um, but that's all. Yeah, that's that's yeah, something the that kids, these these movies are kind of retrofitted into the the geezer pleasers kind of mm-hmm. leading up to what what's even more prevalent now but um some of those like initial ones are just kind of like oh well, we can just kind of re- repurpose this and have someone else go at it usually i guess a bald man jason statham or bruce willis just get, <laughs> just get a yeah just get a bald man in there and, and, and don't you think jason statham should have had that like catfish mustache that, that Bronson oh, had awesome. in yeah. Like, you know, if you're going to remake it, you got to bring back. Okay, so the, let's talk about that mustache because that thing looks like a looks like a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good looking mustache. It somehow and, fits him so well, but yeah. <laughs> it, oh my God, yeah, because he's he, he's not a... It is... Oh, it, you it, know what it, I think? It really does, it does work well where he has long hair, which I think... And his clothes are good do you know what's going on that though brandon oh, is the like wardrobe. So yeah we got to talk about the wardrobe too but they I mean, had the, the whole mustache. they had the whole karate scene and everything well and like yeah. you saw him talking about that i think that mustache is supposed to be like how like uh a a foot, like yes. what that is is they asked yes. bronson to grow like a fu man shoe and right. he uh, got here and he was like that's all you get. Like he's like, that's just, it. That's, that's how his hair grows. I don't that's know. That's all the like, hair you're gonna get out of me. <laughs> like I don't know. I can... Like, can we put it on you? Can we give you a fake one? And he's like, no. <laughs> they just didn't bother him about it ever again. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. Terrifying person. <laughs> but, like, I have a feeling like that guy like had pretty like like I think he would show up. He would do his thing. But I don't think I think if you were like, hey, Bronson, can we get like five more takes of that? He'd be like. No, like, we got it. Like, we I, got I don't it. think he's gonna do, he's gonna do the same thing probably like almost every fucking time. Oh, he like, apparently brought in uh, this director and um, to do this one was was one of his things that he requested, and this is the same director of Death Wish, and I think they have like a well, a bond him and him and this director to to make these set. And then like Death Wish one, two, and three are all directed by this guy. So I mean they they go on they go on to do uh, a lot of movies uh, together, but. I mean that mustache, like as someone who who can't really grow out a full mustache, it's like kind of almost <laughs> similar to Bronson style. I was like, man, could I just grow a shitty mustache, wear some turtlenecks and some bell bottoms, and pull it off with some like I think you could because swif- like, sort of hair, you know. I'm like, don't have like I'm not as built as Charles Bronson, but I'm like a somewhat taller guy. Maybe I could rock some bell bottoms. And then, oh yeah, for sure. But I don't have the I hands. Mean, I don't have the hands of Bronson. You see how big his mitts are? He's like <laughs> on level of Q hands from fucking James Bond, dude. It's yeah. It's, no, it, like, he's gotta... If you get the close up, when he's doing all that patting, this is kind of near the beginning of the movie. Where he's he's just like touching all the stuff. <laughs> I'm in your I'm in your tea, bitch. I'm all up in your tea. <laughs> Yeah, and like I'm gonna get you. Like he pats yeah, the, he the photo. The photo. The guy's like, I'm gonna you're gonna you. die. Like I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> I wish he just like kissed him. Yeah, he like pet him. He's like, it's who's who's gonna get who's gonna get <laughs> you're gonna die. Buddy. But he's patting yeah. everything. It looked like yeah, gorilla, gorilla yeah. hands or just like someone wearing mitts. And he's just and like when he's wearing the one gloves, finger. Like the sound crazy. of the pat sounded like my whole hand patent something so i, I guess well, i can't do that but he well, was i don't know he, 
his hand was the mold for those big foam fingers you see <laughs> oh, sporting events. See. That, he, those are Bronsons. Those are Bron oh, Bronsons. Man. That's what it's, it says on the inside. I remember now. Not that many people. I'm giving you insider shit here. Wow. You know. His legacy <laughs> lives on. Oh my yeah. God. I had no idea. I'm going to be peppering in some pretty fun Bronson facts that you're not going to find all these. You yeah. know, so we got foam fingers. That's great. Yeah, um, big foam you, fingers. So, so wardrobe, can we, I mean, we could talk about the mustache. Uh, I, I mean, Brandon, what did you think of this wardrobe, this uh, 70s attire? I loved it. And I yeah, thought he same. pulled he pulled off all of his looks. I thought also Jan Michael Vincent was dressed really well. It was a lot of, yeah, uh, these uh, tan bell-bottom slacks with uh, turtlenecks and some good jackets and shirts. Oh, great jackets and coats. Good jacket movie. This is a great time for jackets, and this yeah. is a good yeah. jacket movie. This is where, yeah. We all agree. <laughs> yeah, in yeah. the trailer I called out, too, the um, uh, his red, uh, like, a about the house outfit oh that yeah he it's like on. robe mm -hmm. it's like a or like a kimono sort of sort of thing right there's like yeah. a lot of you know the decor within that house I, I would like to move on to that as well in his whole house in general but i like mm -hmm. the color palette of this time period when it comes to clothes but when it comes yeah. to like decor and an interior design and not so much not, <laughs> yeah, not so much, much like in all, all the like maybe a little bit of those browns and rustic sort of sort of things or whatever but there was a lot it's a lot of brown and the shag like i think there was a, some shag and stuff but that house was dope like i mean come on that oh house was god, fucking yeah. so that was so cool that when it showed that pool oh my god he's just rolling around he, just, he walks by that like oh, is it indoor and outdoor it's like it looks like at least yeah, possible has, outdoor yeah it's got like a grotto section with yeah. like a river running through it like you know, a river ran through it guys uh is that another bronson was, fact was he involved with that it was no yeah nothing to do with okay. it i don't think all right we'll yeah, i just I just have to say, it. but I loved all of his paintings in his house. If you look around, they all have boobs in them. And then when he goes, when he, when he goes to the lady's house in the yes. beginning, uh, oh, which yeah. we can get into, but like when he goes to her sure. house, the only painting he settles on and looks right. at is the topless lady. And like <laughs> whoever did set design for this place, like they don't understand art. They're just like, put a naked lady up there. You know, well, no, you, know what this, you know what, what, what single women have in their apartment? pictures of naked ladies well, like, I, was gonna like, add, I was wondering about that if we're just i mean we're talking about her apartment in general that was right. one poster but every other poster the whole entire oh, other wall was all, all the movie, movie posters. posters yeah and like well, old school like 40s 40s 50s kind of like um movies that it looked like i mean yeah like 50 i mean it's, this movie's made in the 70s but it was what, i, think I was that... like when was when were movie posters used as decor? Like, when did that trend start? And when were like movie well, posters that accessible that ooh, you would like start I throwing think them what up that in is, your room? Is you, you have know? a you have a set deck person that goes and buys what they're like. Yeah, we're gonna put it in this room. But then at the end, when they're done, they get to take that shit and put it in their room. And like, honestly, if you think about it, this guy's buying stuff for this movie. They're like, what's this room gonna look like? It's gonna look like my room once I'm done filming this movie <laughs> oh we got a, i got a bunch of leftover movie posters <laughs> honest, oh i mean like, like, oh, like, weird what, you know i don't know we gonna dress really... this up oh we don't i don't know just we have all these leftover oh, movie posters throw them away like in my house and okay. we also have this one jerry drew it it's 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 a little racy but i don't oh i i love it i love it we got to put that one up he's got to settle on it he's got to stand in front of it um but yeah i was just cur i was curious about that it looked it looked like uh the 70s version of like a teenage girl putting up like NSYNC poster or like, or I guess not that's a band sure. or something, but like yeah. movies like The Notebook or something on 
on the just kind of generalizing of course but on their on their walls or something and it just reminded me of like oh this is the same thing except with my fair lady or some shit <laughs> you know well there was one that was like the girl totally with like drunken feet or it was like there was a couple like weird ones that i was like yeah this this chick's kind of cool like once i started looking at them i was like oh these are kind of crazy movies that was uh yeah, that's I... bronson's current current wife at the time who played her oh no shit the... really yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there was yeah, a, yeah. A, se- a sex scene that they were uh, requested to shoot that they denied and didn't want to. Um, and there was also another scene that they shot together that was cut because it was redundant, according to whatever I don't know the director. I believe I think it's, he used to, oh, okay, he used to on, make people on. cast so, his wife anytime he had to do something romantic. Is that true? Like, oh, really? Yeah, I think it was oh, wow. in his contract. Even he was like, "I'm not going to do any sexy stuff." What a guy, dude! Wow. Holy no, he's shit. a stand-up guy, and like his kids talk really well of him, and he was like a great dad. And like wow. he, yeah, like uh, uh, the stories I've heard about Bronson is like, no, the guy's just like the best guy on the planet, and like he didn't do drugs and stuff. Like that's where sometimes he would have, he'd be like, "Hey, I'll only do this if there's like a." anti-drug message and stuff like that as his kids were getting older and like he like yeah he's blowing away bad guys but like some of them have drugs so <laughs> those were like, the movies but, being made at the time and it's interesting yeah, seeing absolutely. someone who was so prolific within those times within those movies and yeah, it, was, it was kind like of more, more of a pulpy sort of way of making some of those movies but it was uh i don't know entertaining this is like going for entertainment and it's yeah. uh precedes a lot of other types of movies that come after it, you know, like death wish and stuff, but it's, it was interesting watching this movie and seeing the DNA of a lot of other action movies that I like a lot. Oh yeah. Especially like the hitman genre and stuff like the, the, because in my opinion, that's like a whole thing, man, is like you're dealing with like the most, probably the most dangerous profession. Anybody doing it of course has to be like, you know, on top well, of that le- you have to legitimize it so getting so if we were to get into the movie like yeah. the first scene is him being really fucking good at his job it's almost well, like a it's goofy though movie. like I w- it's, it's goofy because it's dated now but i'm sure at the no time, but like my, let's talk about let's let's, yeah, let's talk about what he does because yeah, i have yeah yeah, I, yeah well there's like 10 talk- to 15 minutes of him not of no of him not talking, him just kind of going about mm. his thing, getting ready for this hit, and he's looking at all the pictures with his mittens, and getting, yeah. getting ready, right? And then he's he's, so sco- he's he like he's checks out the, guy. Out the guy. He sees that the guy drinks patterns. tea, and then he sees the guy's right. books. <laughs> they spell it right. out very clearly, and they say oh, sweet ass time doing it. They take their sweet ass fucking time with it, which is so funny to me oh, yeah. because there's Visual so storytelling, many- yeah. Uh, this movie is I'm so incredible. This movie is so short, and the way that they spend a lot of time on him oh, clipping yeah. thing, clipping things to that board. Which I, there's a couple uh, shots from far away, and it's got its own dedicated space, like in his house, where it's like really he's. Well, they show you he has a whole routine every time he has right. a target. Mm-hmm. It's the same routine every time. And like he's, you see, he's a man of discipline and and stuff as they go. But like that Rube Goldberg idea of how he's gonna kill that guy is ridiculous. 
Can like, you explain okay. the stove <laughs> aspect of it? Because the pilot, okay. making the pilot I, go out, I was, so is that does, smoke igniting something within the gum? No, that was the only no, part so, I was kind of confused about. Is that smoke so he creating has that a... stuff that he was putting drops of. Right. Um, it's like he has this like putty stuff that he puts down. It's like a C4 explosive. Some sort of like, I, no, I think it's like some sort of enzyme or accelerant or whatever that just causes a chemical reaction. But he does that. Then he puts that rope, like that tube with that thing down. What it is, is he set a, basically a, chemi a chemical timer. And uh -huh, what it right. does is it makes it so he burns. It like shoots so shit out of tube and then covers the flame right well so he burned a hole i think over here so and what then is, what he, so he burns a hole with acid or something like that but then also he sets that tube and that tube is like he put that stuff on it and it's gonna it's slowly expanding through the tube so it has a time limit on it or something <laughs> but then once that guy like uh, once it gets to a certain spot it's gonna snuff out the pilot mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah. once it, so that guy turns off, uh, whether he so turns just, off the stove or not, the place right. is going to fill up with gas. Gas. So that was the right. whole process of that. Right. I think he burned a hole over there, so more gas gets okay. out. So it's and then the and whole place is flammable. Okay. He burns the hole, and then I right. think he also puts down the the tube that's going to snuff out the pilot. But it has to snuff it out after he can't just blow it out because then the guy comes in and turns on the stove to make his tea, and it doesn't work. So Doesn't he's he fill the tea? He, he oh, puts he fills the thing the on tea there, and it's 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 it's, it's, it's a time yeah, release it puts thing. Him to sleep while it fills well, so up the gas. So he has to make it so it snuffs it out after the guy gets his tea. Mm -hmm. So that's why he puts that thing on there, and it's like a analog way of just putting out that thing after I the guy yeah. goes and get makes his tea. I love and that. And then kind he swaps the tea oh bags. God, yeah. This is fun. And he has pre-made teas that yeah. have have the sleepy stuff, the sedative. So he has like heavy duty chamomile, but he has enough of them in there. <laughs> he switched his he he count, switched his English breakfast out for chamomile. <laughs> he counts how many are in the box. <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> he counts how many are in the box, and there's like he knows he has that many in his pocket and more to swap out. But make sure like another the close up like, of the hey, hands. I had six. And now there's five. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Someone's trying mm. to kill me. Like you know, like he's uh, got it Yeah. Like and then better check my like, pilot. He goes and he puts the fucking accelerant on that book right there. Peanut butter and smothers yeah. it. And, and it comes in like this jelly packet that he has to like. Un so that's like, like nitroglycerin yeah. or something. That's like mm. that's some sort of so, like you know ex you whatever. Just shoot it and it ex with a baby. And so that was sick, right? Like, so the guy, but oh, the guy yeah, absolutely. Not, I love this part. It yeah. was great. Absolutely. But here's the thing: no, is, if very you're good. Do I enjoyed all it. of that. Why don't you just poison the guy? No, but sure. the thing is, is they but go to great poison in the tea and then they, blow they, the oh. place up however you want. But like, you don't have to. But then it looks I malicious. Mean, like this was a way that's like, mm -hmm. oh, the pilot, like the pilot went out somehow and the gas filled up. I mean, I guess someone well, might go in there be like, what the fuck is this gum and weird stuff underneath the oven or something? But I, I was, yeah, I'm almost thinking like Fight Club, how they, how they like, how he, you know, it's bombs his own place and then the, they like explain it away with like, oh, well, the pilot go off, it fills up with gas and then the refrigerator, once that clicks, when the light turns on or something like, or whatever it, it is. Right. Did you say dynamite? <laughs> no, but it, it, it's just because it, that's that's the fun of the movie, right? Is that oh, yeah. it's, he's he's operating at a high level for his profession. And then we he comes to train 
some uh, train um, Jan Michael Vincent to yeah, be like, just as good. And then we're, yeah, it's just setting us up for, he is fucking incredible at his job. This guy rocks. And that, yeah, I was, I was really down for that entire process of him blowing him up. It, it did seem like it was like, I had nowhere, like idea where it was going. So it did seem a little aimless, but yeah, overall I was in it for that. That kind of it stuff. Like, I, I, I don't know if I could use more or less of it. I, I don't know. It was just stuff points that i really enjoyed of like the the process of carrying out a hit is kind of tantalizing in its own way and very voyeuristic which there's a lot of like voyeuristic sort of Mm. aspects of movies within this time too and those those zooms and then he has that fucking silly looking telescope that he attaches to his camera that's like it's a literal telescope um not a telescopic lens but just a fucking telescope that he like screws in that has pictures of constellations on on the outside but, um all that stuff of like learning someone's patterns and, and behaviors there's like i don't know there's a lot of a lot of shows He's that deal with that even if it's yeah. like uh documentaries about serial killers or whatever people like are interested in in this in this kind of stuff and it's like uh the way he is so calm cool and collected and a master of his profession uh and also being a killer, but then also being like almost sociopathically like okay with everything that he does is like, it is just such a predecessor. I don't know when there's probably stuff before this that was similar to this, but there's stuff, so much stuff after this that has this character in it or someone's Uh trying to do a character. Oh my God. Yeah. Just like, just like this, like fucking John wick is so, so popular right now. And there's so much of John wick in in this movie of just like this guy who carries out, an older dude that carries out hits and then there's this whole association organization that's telling him what to do uh-huh. and then he rebels against it does some breaks a rule and then the whole association goes after him I mean, that's exactly exactly what happens in, in <laughs> John, fucking john, john wick one through three <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but yeah so i mean this, so that was the that was the first hit it kind of establishes who he is what he does how well he does it um he blows the fucking building up and that that looked oh crazy my, that, looked that looked oh this you know what cracks me up though is because that's a moment where I would like to speak to the sound in this movie, which is just so like horrendous. Like there, there's so much sound related the issues I have with this movie where people are clearly not. It doesn't sound like the person is talking in the room that they're in. Or like it seems like somebody told the actor like you're gonna have to yell because we got like terrible terrible wind or something. And then dude, that Every, guy they went the, they must have because there's Dan nothing that seemed like. Dad? the before he dies his dad like that guy is is screaming at the top of his lungs the entire movie and like his his laugh is like ha ha ha, ha. it's it's so crazy yeah, and so a lot of it's ADR as well it's hard, it's yeah. hard to tell absolutely. some of it, like yeah. which is and which they, especially there's like this one time they're at a restaurant they zoom in there's this guy singing and playing guitar and there's just like all this crowd noise at the same time. And it's just like, how, how are they doing this, doing this mix with Charles Bronson being like, yeah, well, I don't know what I'm going to feel like doing. It's going to be what I want to do. That's not bad at all. Man. That's not bad <laughs> at all. 
Uh, I oh like that. Then, yeah, yeah. You're, you're channeling, man. You're channeling. I had man. a great time with this. With oh this, my god! With, this, I, with, it, with Charles Bronson's whole whole vibe, <laughs> whole thing. Yeah, it's just man. like, what is his deal? That's, that's also like so all the all the times that he's just doing What's stuff and there's nobody around and it's just Bronson doing work like just busy work oh, around the yeah. scene. Oh, like, give it to me, baby. I, I can yeah. watch. Bronson, oh, Bronson, make do. a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, <laughs> make and sit a down and eat it, and eat like drink coffee. <laughs> like I could watch that for an hour and a half, easy. Like, cause that guy just anytime it's quiet, like he's comfortable. Like he's comfortable yeah. in it. He's not. He doesn't look out of place. I he looks like no. I know exactly what I'm doing, and I'm doing it well. Like, like that, <laughs> that's that's Bronson. That's what, like 100%. Uh, and the movie caters the to that because like the movie mm. breathes and pa- is paced out very yes. methodically and i just i love how yeah and it doesn't treat the audience like like idiots where it's like okay so no. i need someone to explain like i'm going to turn this yep. pilot off and then when that happens the guy yeah, gets like but it's like you trusting you of wonder, like visual like, story how, storytelling how of like this is this is what's going to happen what were you going to say oh i mean i like it's it's you do there is kind of a wonder sometimes like for a little bit of a scene of like what the fuck is he doing and then you're like oh Oh, this is to do that and stuff, but it's like you get to follow along quietly. Was there? All right, I don't really remember listening to like the soundtrack that much. There was music in it, right? But like, it's not. No, I I don't feel like there was. I, I it seems pretty minimal from my memory of, of like the, during like big moments. I, I feel like uh, there had to be music, but even like like end credits and stuff. Like it, this is like such a '70s thing too, where just like someone yeah gets off right at the end, and then there's like a, a crash of music. I feel like, and then credits, and then and then get out. Um, but it's, I, it's crazy that we I feel like there was, you know, there was an overture. I feel like at least at the beginning with like mi- mi- minimal kind of credits at there too. But the whole time that he's like methodically doing his shit of like, I'm bringing my suitcase up the stairs. I'm, I'm gonna take everything out one by one. It's like I, I don't know. It all caters to his character, his acting, and the director and him in tandem accomplishing those things is is very satisfying to see it take its time in that way. Um, even if like some of some of the cinematography was was admirable as well, even if it was like, sh- uh, you know, sh- shaky. Yeah. Like there was like interesting things attempted to be done with some of the stuff and like some creative, creative dis- totally. choices being made, even like the shot. This is me. Ah, this is not the best example because I wasn't crazy about the shot, but it was just an, an example of them trying stuff of when he goes to see the, the one dude he's about to kill and the father of uh, Steve... Uh, Jan Michael Vincent there's the shot across the table where it's like through the flowers and it's like and it's just like such a weird yeah, frame no, shot yeah. and then it like they're turns, doing amazing it, shit yeah it turns around at Charles Bronson and it's like what is this shot from the table and the chair is still kind of in frame it's like weird weird stuff like that but uh yeah yeah so um, you meet him then you meet uh Steve Steve McKenna is the son and Harry McKenna is the father and uh Steve McKenna comes off as a real, uh, hey, dad, give me a thousand. Um, when he, when Charles Bronson and uh, I'll say Arthur Bishop is Charles Bronson's character and Harry McKenna, they're having a meeting about yeah. the guy they just offed. Um, well, so I, I'll just, uh, some more context then yeah, is like, please. they, so Henry calls up Charles Bronson and they work together, right? As part of he is the fixer. 
So they had, right. it's not so much of a friendship. Mechanic and fixer. So, yeah. Yes. So much as a friendship and he's going right, to visit right. a friend. It's like the, uh, Charles Bronson is going to visit his, yeah, his liaison to this seemingly organization of, um, yeah, or at least a, a service, right, of people able to purchase these hits, and he's the one that takes them out. And it is hilarious the level of acting that Henry is doing because it's so fucking comical. Like everything, uh, Henry Senior, uh, Jan Michael Vincent's dad. I don't is that his name's like Henry or something Henry Harry right? McKenna. Harry McKenna. I'm sorry. Harry and Steve McKenna. Um, Harry. Sorry. Um. Yeah, yeah, and he's, he's just he's, very, he's, he's like very boisterous. He's just like uh uh you know very um frazzled about what is going on and he's also able to be uh like put down by his son and I'm I want to focus on how Charles Bronson Arthur Bishop, right? Correct. Uh feels about the son right then and there is it's so weird that he so do, is he standing up like does he like the fact that he is dis, essentially disrespecting his father i'm trying to who's this uh charles bronson likes the fact that he is doing that yeah there's this no weird he doesn't, way the relationship starts no, he doesn't, that i'm he just trying he doesn't like it uh I, I, he continues on after that. I guess it's so interesting that that's the that's how it starts. At least that fosters into a relationship. Is it starts on the I agree with you of like this. I don't think he does and is supposed to, but there's something that happens there where he's like, oh, this this kid's doing these things, and I don't. Yeah, I don't get why. I took my my one of my criticisms. I guess would be I know it propels the plot is having these two characters move forward, but the disposition of the son and how, pe how much of a piece of shit he is it, mm -hmm. and how the, much the movie is kind of like, not completely like terrible person, but just kind of like spoiled brat is kind of just the introduction of the character is what you're kind of told to think is like, uh -huh. yeah. Wh why would Charles Bronson care about this? And the best read that, you know, this, and this will only go so far for me, but I respect uh, what I interpret they're trying to do is that Charles Bronson sees in him himself because he was a son of a, a crime profiteer and, and, you know, was in what, you know, uh, got a lot of money from his father when he died. And that's why he's in that nice house and everything. Um, mm -hmm. so I was, their dispositions are entirely different, but they're the, the, Na the nature of uh, them is similar. The nurture, who knows? <clears throat> but I, that was the parallel that I could see. It was like him looking at him of like, oh, and also as a son, like a, a paternal sort of thing of kind of like, I I never had a kid. And, you know, the sort of like, I was thinking like the professional or something with Natalie Portman or something like that. But that's that's a uh. little different. But um yeah i just it's don't just, i don't see why what he saw in in steve to be like yeah this is the guy that i'm gonna i'm gonna bring up i guess is yeah and he killed his own he killed his father and which uh that's, we're about to that's, get to but, that's what i but, think it is that's more feels, what i think he feels it is. bad it's the guilt from that i think he well i think it's also like this is a guy who he Aggression, had to yeah. do he had to do the guy because like the he, that's what they told him to do 
but like it's like well i have to take this guy out it's my job like you know it's it's either both of us or i take him out so he takes him out but then he's like you know i'm gonna do right by his kid but i don't know i mean like yes i I think also i don't know you're right you're right no that's well also the other theory is is does he think jam michael vincent's a psycho and if it's better to keep an eye on him than to let him just go off and be a psycho and whatever. Like, cause I mean, in the end it's like Bronson, you know, I don't want to cut to the end until, I mean. No, no, no. But what, what we should talk about is the scene where him and Bronson go to this after chick. After the funeral, who, so this first, chick after the gonna, funeral they show up gonna, to his, he goes with him to his house. Oh, I love this. Yes. The yes. Second, so, the second so he's at dead. the funeral, he wants, he leaves, he leaves before his dad's even in the fucking ground. And ground. It's like, it's like, can I get oh a ride God. home? And Bronson's like, yeah, I was planning on leaving before your dad's in the ground too. How weird. Like, and, but he's just real casual about it. He's just like, I'm already leaving. And he's like, can I get a ride? Right. He's like, sure. And then like, sure. he gives him a ride. The second he pulls up to the house, there's already people there just rushing in and parking. Rushing in. And like, you guys were talking about, the wings. You guys talking about outfits. I was like, I was wondering what Brandon thought of the outfits on the, all of his friends at this house where he's like, fantastic. Oh, these, these are my yeah. friends. I fucking hate them. And like, and like ever, understandably so his friends were just trashing that place. They had a pig in the bathroom. They were like, Everybody was on the phone in every room. Yeah, what calls. was up with that phone, that phone game that everyone was like, "Oh, you're calling stuff. We got in John touch with Lennon the White House. Oh, we're calling John Lennon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like fuck Cat you, Man buddy. Do. I'm calling India. I was like, what the fuck? Your friends suck, dude. Like, they're like, hey, like, it's like they're just raiding all of this. But shit. that also like, seemed kind of like his personality too of what of what I mean, he was yeah, doing dude, to his father kind of just kind of like person. give me a thousand dollars and all these friends were taking advantage of him he was taking advantage <laughs> of his father and um and so yeah, it was interesting Charles why Bron- they were there right so yeah, why, Michael, why, does, why, so why does Charles Bronson care is so fascinating because he just he sees so much of himself in Jan Michael Vincent. I don't and it's know, like, does he? Because like, I think he's like. I mean, half the I time he's I don't know. shit to him too. He's like making the fun circumstances of him are similar. Like, They're they are very he, different people, but the circumstances of their upbringing is the closest thing that I could come yeah. to why. Because that's that is a, a hard right. a hard thing for me to overcome in this movie is like I'm enjoying it, entertaining the whole time, but that turn of taking him under his wing was the thing that was like the hump that was hard for me to like get over. It made it easier for me to imagine things going wrong by the end of like, and I could already see that coming of like, hits were going to be put out on each other or whatever, whatever, like things were, things weren't going to go well. But like, I still like that that happened. Yeah, that set that up better because it was like, oh, well, I do kind of like want to see this guy get whacked too. Yeah, Yeah, the spy versus spy thing. And, but, uh, but why, yeah, it was like, what, why, what was his read on him at the beginning? So he's like, he like lends him a hand with the that, and then if we can talk about the next thing, which I don't understand yeah. this scene That's- and why this why the scene really needs to exist, and also why well, Charles Bronson needed to question. come to uh, his girlfriend. Uh, Steve McKenna's girlfriend is threatening to kill herself. Um, he gets this call at the party, I believe, and she's threatening that she's going to kill herself. Unless he comes over, so he asks. Steve McKenna asks Arthur Bishop to come with him oh, to okay. uh, 
to his girlfriend's place. What you think? What you think is going to be like? Oh, we're going to talk this lady down because, like, the way he says it is like, yeah, we should. Well, you the interaction that he has and with her, once he gets there, moment, it's like, yeah. "Yep, we're here to watch you die." Like it's, it's yeah, it's a wild switch where you're like, "Oh, he's not here to like help his friend who might kill themselves." Like it's, it, I mean, and honestly, the way he went about it isn't, you know, uh, uh, like I understand the approach or whatever, like of like you know, if you're gonna do that's it, the thing, yeah, that's do, what... like I guess that's where he's coming from. No, but, like, he's he's this is it, this is pretty, amazing ritual. Pretty, I, to become I, well, to become an assassin, I mean, and for Charles Brown, or well, he's he's looking at he, him as like this is initiation to see if is, you're yeah. can well, if you can stomach death and if like, you can yes, if you can be a killer because right. his whole thing is like everybody's a killer and it's just well, a matter if like if it's okay like if it's under whatever rules or right, you, sure in just all this gray area that he's he's like logically rationalized himself to, to feel it's like it's okay and so whatever <laughs> like i was just like why would that scene exist and i guess that's the closest thing too for that is like i guess is like he's kind of testing him to see if he can if he can stomach it because charles charles bronson too is kind of just like oh well, like how it'll feel you'll feel cold in a little bit and then three yes. hours and and then, uh, and then he's just kind of like right on, right on board. Go with on him. board. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah just like, so go with the. <laughs> yeah, right. And he's like, okay, so we're gonna sit here. But he just because yeah. he understands, and that's what we're communicated as him, like through his uh, being okay with doing this and being so. Um, yeah, I don't know. Comfortable. It's it's this weird like having your cake and eating it too. Where he, it's awesome how cool and collective he is. <laughs> things that he does then he's just like he's just yeah he's just there yeah it's, it's like jason or like like mike myers so, okay, like, yeah i guess this is gonna happen and yeah, i'm gonna just be here for this same expression just beady eyes just like dead stare like fuck right me. but you're right though danny the it's awesome <laughs> you know yeah it's him or james too kind of explaining and helping us move through this plot of like this is the hazing that he's going through in order to become yeah. an assassin. Yeah. And it is a really bizarro scene though, because it is mm -hmm. two men coming over to a woman's apartment and who they just let her attempt suicide. And they're just going to sit there and like, I don't know. I don't know. It's so ambiguous. The morals of this where I'm like, are they going to help her? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of 50, 50 right now. Yeah. I I, no, I she slits her wrist right in front of them. And they're like, okay, but she doesn't like, she does she it the, she doesn't go she does yeah. the wrong way she does right. the, she does it the wrong way yeah. so so that's where maybe both of them are like this, this bitch ain't gonna die like, i guess it's like, also that thing of like assuming that though which is really interesting because i think that speaks then if you're thinking about how a character will react outside of the things that are just on screen i think those are examples of a good character so i just and it's or at least a strong enough one right where you're like oh this i i it's okay that this happened because i know he's like planned this or is competent enough to figure this out i think is really cool <laughs> yeah and i i just uh I think it was also like the way that and one of my favorite things about his character and about like the hitman archetype itself is manufacturing. Yeah. Those Rube Goldberg kind of ways of, of killing someone. Yeah. And I think in a way it was, yeah, it was almost like a thing of like, Oh, this is an example of finding a way to have someone die and really kill them. Um, I mean, you're complicit in their death. 
okay, and have so it seem like their fault rather than you. There was any foul play or you did anything, which is an added, added layer to all of Charles Bronson's so, Arthur Bishop Bishop's uh, kills. So that's another thing is like, uh, so there's different types of hitmen, like basically, um, in like, this world. No, just in, in in the world, like so. Oh, back, okay. So like there's stemming a mechanic from, type? well. Like, so, like, it, th- he supposedly works for, like, Los Costa Nostros. Like, he supposedly looked, worked for, like, the Mafia. Like, or, uh, so, it, like, they didn't look that Italian or anything, but, like, it was vague. I never and, got and, that, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, when well, they went no. to Rome, I well, guess I mean, that was, you know, that's, well, that's, that's it, when you like, find out. Well, uh, Jan Michael Vincent early in the movie is like, oh, you're connected? Like, my dad's connected? Like, mm-hmm. he knows... He knows that they're in some sort, but they, it was ambiguous, and it, everybody didn't. Nobody that was all, none of them looked a certain type of race, like or this or this, like or a different mafia or gang that you could identify. Oh, you it know that Italian some, mafia is just rampant in Los Angeles. You, right, right. Well, I mean, that's. <laughs> I mean, back then, yeah. I mean, until mm. like the eighties and nineties, they definitely they had a lot of money. So, like, they took over Vegas, and then they took over LA, they, like to some degree too. Uh, but like, so back in like the, in the twenties and thirties and stuff, you had different names for different people in like the world of, you know, killing people. And so you had like uh, a mechanic would be a guy who fixes it to look like mm. an accident. Mm. Like, so it's, it's somebody who's better than just like a, a house painter who just goes and fucking blows somebody's head off and oh, paints the put wall. Some paint on the walls. Like, yeah. 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 So that guy, that guy doesn't make as much money as a mechanic. Uh, a, a house painter is just a fucking blunt instrument that just goes in and smashes something. But then a mechanic, he can do you know magic things. Like this guy can get in and out of someplace. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, and, I love it. And he can he's crawling through shit and making sure no it leaves no trace, kind of thing. Like or he can fix a situation for you. So like a mechanic is something where it's just a more specific type of. You know, yeah. uh, he'll like, scout and, scout a jogging run. He'll run and, yeah. and and get his get his pace in order to to check to see if uh, Harry McKenna is gonna have, you know, like some hard times running up that hill. Yeah. Oh my God, let's talk about that. Right? Is yeah, I love that. <laughs> I, I I didn't. It was. I didn't fully get what was happening. Right? Just like I think with a lot of. Like, this why stuff. does he keep oh, missing? <laughs> why are we? Why are we just at this, like, the bottom of this hill, and then there's just, you know, a lot of just time spent, again, for a really short movie, um, of him practicing running up that hill, checking your bl- uh, his blood pressure. So how do you think he knew that a man like... Uh, yeah. yeah. What was his name again? I'm sorry. Uh, Harry McKenna is going to like have, have a hard time exactly <laughs> at that point of like, oh, my heart's beating at this. And then if I'm this much older with this kind of heart condition, maybe I will have a hard time at this point. Yeah. I, I, and then he just puts his big, big old hand right on his face. That's all you need to know. If you get Charles Bronson's hand on your face, it's pretty much like a lead weight coming down. You're, you're done. It's like a, <laughs> you might as well. Just, just wrap a pillow around oh. around your face. Um, nine, but nine. those two kills, I don't know. I could have used like one more of those. I I just was so they they took their time. There's only so much time in a movie, and maybe I'm just being a little greedy with it. But I just love those like sort of setups, and that's what kind of frustrated me. If I can, I don't know. Maybe this is moving along a little too too much. But he takes him under his wing, and then on their first go out go around is like messy, and I don't like how 
messy it is. But I guess right. that's just like Steve McKenna's like influence of being a part of it and everything now. Um, and we can talk about the, the training kind of montage between them, which they're like broing out and doing a bunch of fun things together. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll have to talk about that, but I just, we'll, we'll come back to like how messy that hit is, but I had, okay. Now that I'm bringing up things that they do together, they have a mean, <laughs> they have a mean handball match, which I just thought was great. They have their little outfits yeah. on with their headbands right. and they're just yep. like getting really into handball and oh. both wearing Adidas. Oh, they must be sponsored, sponsored handball players. And like Steve is like, oh, man, loves Adidas. (laughs) I would love to see him in a commercial, just him smoking a cigarette. Yeah, before I play handball, I always strap on my Adidas. (laughs) Look some Marlboro Reds and play some handball and down some cognac. <laughs> That's all before lunch. <laughs> Take a dip in my grotto pool, then uh, I, uh, s- then slip into my nice red kimono. I would love to know what a day in the life of the Charles Bronson was like because uh, yeah, I like think S- Steven Seagal just wants to be him. <laughs> he d- uh, he oh, yeah. is so naturally charismatic because he's so incredibly confident in the things. He's that a he fucking does. man. He's the man. He's dude. the man. Yeah, he's the man. For sure. He's, yeah. He's that. Yeah. Like, you know, and even Ch- even Chuck Norris, who like Chuck Norris is athletically and phys- like, you know, a very devout athletic person. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, absolutely. I, I, if I could see a fight between Charles Bronson and fucking Chuck Norris, like Chuck and Chuck. It's Chuck it's, Chuck. it's like the, the, the thousand yard stare. It's his stare that's going to get you with Charles Bronson. Like him being like physically like fit isn't as much as why I'm drawn no. to him. It's yeah, his Bronson's voice, it's terrifying. His, his stature, his his just whole vibe, yeah, his way of being. And Chuck Norris, yeah, if you can do a roundhouse and a pair of jeans, some Wranglers, then yeah, you you know. Yeah, you know. honestly, I think Bronson gets roundhouse kicked. It depends if you, if they're both in their He's prime the bell bottoms. If it was like at the same time while they were alive, like, yeah, like Norris was on his upswing as Bronson was probably going down. So I, I don't think so. But Bronson still looks There's really good. There's probably a celebrity death match on MTV with that, with that uh, matchup or something like that. That'd be fun. Bronson looks like he does his own yard work. Bronson looks like he, yeah. you know, he chops wood and yeah, shit. Yeah. Like, he lives somewhere cold where, like, you know, you keep your self warm by like blowing into your hands and like you know <laughs> like, like uh you know you're he's, setting the he scene looks, yeah i can picture this yeah he looks like he's he's been like hardened by like the world oh yeah and and so like that's where whenever you see bronson it feels like just a lot more honest of a performance than a lot of other action movies especially you know at the time that he was coming up i think in the in the action genre but i'm telling you whatever black and white movie i saw when i was a kid like that shit was terrifying because he was just like a fucking like dark mm. like black and white fucking like scary emotionless dude that just like never stopped coming and people would like go to kick his ass and stuff and it was like watching somebody in like security camera footage like now but like you just see him just never like break stride or tempo mm. and kind of just kick the yeah. shit out of people from like room to room to room. And it was like the Terminator, like this guy's oh. just never going to stop fucking beating the shit out of these people. And, uh, it was great. It was like the best. That's, that was my first memory. Uh, oh man. Well, yeah. Let me know if you remember which that, which one that is. I'm like, I'm, I'm like interested in this guy it. and I, yeah. I'm going to watch death wish and maybe some other one that, that, uh, maybe Mr. Majestic, but, 
I was looking at my notes of like some of the other stuff that they uh, did together. There is the scene. Bronson has the panic attack in the aquarium. There's there's that. Mm. Um, There's the uh, yeah. They go to like a a strip club or I believe it's a or it's or it's like I don't know like a. I think I think burlesque show. Yeah, burlesque. Yeah, more like burlesque show. Yeah. Yeah. They're like hanging out. They're hanging out there. Um, they go to the wax museum where he's talking about everyone's a killer and they, there's like, it cuts into that on Adolf Hitler's face. Yeah. As a wax yeah figure, which starts, is like intense. You start with Hitler. Like start yeah, on Hitler. Jump cut and to, then, and then let's go. Wax figure of Hitler. And he's like, everyone's a killer. And he's, and he's kind of like justifying things while, yeah, you, you see all these like wax figure things. The second movie in a short while that we've seen, uh, in a wax museum where, uh, we watched right. cl- class act and like the one of the climactic moments is there's a big battle and a battle or like a yeah cat and mouse sort of thing in the in a wax mu- uh-huh. wax museum. Where, where else did you see a wax museum? Class act. This movie, a uh, class act That's that we. Act. It's a uh, comedy featuring uh, 90s 90s right comedy featuring it, Kid and Play. This uh, rap hip hop oh, okay. duo that uh okay it's prince I, I and the prince and the popper in high school with uh with this rap duo <laughs> yeah. like one yeah and they like is Sinbad in that? nah he should be though oh that'd be cool he should have been cool. it's another move it's a mandalorian thing uh, mandalorian i mean uh, it's a mandela thing <laughs> Sinbad was in class act <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh where were we? Um, I, I oh, I, I also have... wanted to mention. Okay, like kind of at the end of their day when they're like when they're broing out, is they go to dinner, and then he's like, "Hey, he's why do you squeeze that wax thing all the time?" He's like, "Well, <laughs> so you can fucking with with two fingers break a small shot glass." <laughs> Watch this, I, kid. <laughs> I am I am terrified for fingers. for the for the prostitute who might have gotten fingered by this man because she might just oh, get yeah. ripped in half. She's like, can I just write another letter? <laughs> like, don't, don't don't make me go anywhere near your hands. Like, she's like, Let, let's let's play with the handcuffs again, please. <laughs> Both your hands and your face look like a catcher's mitt. (laughs) Like, what other tricks could he do with with those? I don't know those 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 meat claws, man. You could just oh. And I was wondering what that thing was, so I'm glad he's like, oh, it's a ball of wax. Thank God. Like, tell me what it is. I was like, what is Uh that thing? It's white, like weird. And I'm sure, like, they had to get new ones because I'm sure it just got dirty after a while and gross. Like, it's gotta gotta start looking like fucking grody and 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 nasty. Yeah, like, yeah. But uh, Although it did make me, me want to get one though. Get one and just kind of like I was like, if that makes you have like you know, and then practice on little glasses. Like that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, just this is my new workout regimen. It's just this wax ball. I can eat whatever I want. I can do whatever I want. I just have this wax ball, and I gotta try and break this, break this glass with my two fingers. Like just these oh, two fingers. I love how they cut. It was like point proven cut there. Like, yeah, like, on with the show. Uh, I wonder if like Branson spent like a whole like week like using it on real glass too. He's like, no, I don't want any of the sugar glass or nothing. I'm just gonna. I'm just I got gonna. It. He's like, no, I got it. I, I got it. I, I got can, it. I can, you know that glass thing? And they're like, you know, we're actually going to cut that. He's like, no, we're fucking doing it. <laughs> He's like, no, I got it now, and we're fucking doing it. He's like, uh, it's kind of dangerous. Like, can we at least use it? No, we're using the real glass. <laughs> and, then they, I, and then they decide to they decide to go on uh, the hit together. And I think this is where you find out in their scouting mission 
um, that he can read lips, which is a very cool yes. talent. I love that. Where he's yeah, like, read, it, he's he's uh, saying everything to Steve, and Steve is writing it down. Um, he's like, oh, oh two, two cameras, okay, and, or like that was a different part too. But they're and, like and doing all the scouting out of their thing, and they're gonna do lickety chicken, what licking chicken um, disguise, did, did a very hit, a very hitman thing <laughs> to get into the the mansion. Um, what's up? Did he nail it? Did he did he do a good job? Did he like? It looked like he said it like word for word and everything. Isn't that impressive? Oh my god! Oh, yeah, as far as reading the lips. Oh yeah, my god! Man. Perfect. Dude, yeah. it was. A, I would I mean, love that scene. Tricky. Those I, are some I, tricky, tricky phrases, man. Oh my god! Yeah, but it was yeah. so believable by him because that's the thing with Charles Bronson is, is that. It, yeah, totally. I He's mean, not reading anything off the other somewhere else. It's cool that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a crazy thing that a boss but like if you're a private that. eye or something like you spend all day yeah. watching people like and you're a hit yeah. man like he's essentially a private eye it's like you're gonna pick up something like i i don't know and yeah i, I it that was, was just a like superhuman those... ability if he was really doing that like, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. not... <laughs> absolutely <laughs> that was it's not it's not impossible but yeah especially if there's yeah. like he knows the context of what they're gonna talk about he can kind of make <laughs> some assumptions of like time yeah. place sort of things he's looking for but that that stuff is 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 interesting so to me. Even like James that, James Bond kind of stuff. We're, we we did oh, never say never yeah. again last time we were together. I believe. Did that guy really say chicken licking then, or do you think Bronson just fumbled over something there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think that was a, a no? Little, he actually said big like pimpin. He's like big <laughs> pimpin. <laughs> oh, that's so funny! That, he yeah. got it all wrong. He got the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah, um, and yeah, no, so they're, so they're doing this scouting mission, and then then they do the they slip into the licking chicken outfit with the guy, and I I don't know. I guess my qualms with this were just kind of like, man, everything everything leading up to this seems so thought out, and this even with their scouting, and they go into disguises. I don't know. I feel like he could have done it better, but then like, it's just like, Oh, maybe he's getting messy with Steve McKenna there. Um, but there's the subtextual things could have had some more flourishes. I think within this movie of people's motivations and, and why they're doing some, some of the things they're doing. Um, but then it, yeah, as long as it wouldn't run the risk of being up its own ass with some of that stuff, which is like more of probably a movie, that you would the remake I haven't even seen, but current day hitman movies a dime a dozen I, I feel like, and they kind of go more into like the uh, schmaltzy stuff a bit. And this was this one was just yeah. so fucking hard hitting that I I kind of just like the fact that it moved on from one thing to the next. But this hit, yeah, I don't know. That was just my main thing of like it was a little messy. Like one guy uh, jumps off of a banister of the stairwell, lands on the couch, and gets out, um, and then we get into this dirt bike chase is there anything yeah. else you want to say about the hit because this dirt bike chase no dirt bike chase all day pretty boring yeah to be honest it has this button that is yes. the, the most exciting best button. it well it was just one reminded me of this thing of like oh wow look at these dirt bikes this is like a new thing that we can show as like Absolutely. wow they're driving their yeah. motorcycles on dirt yeah. and they're having a chase like this is a this mm -hmm. is amazing um, I, I I think it's fun for just for that that like kind of 
Like, wow. Motorcycle. Here's a water plane. He's going to land in a water plane. Like, isn't this water plane so cool? Like, and it is. I mean, it's water. It's like a duck. We're going to fucking tie up a leopard to show this excess. And that's that. What next? That upset me. that walks? He did go to the aquarium and had a panic attack. Maybe he did see it. I saw a fish that wet. Um, he has that panic attack goes to the doctor the doctor's (laughs) like you should really go see somebody he's like nope not gonna happen and then that was the end of that (laughs) he's like if that doesn't work then you should definitely see a psychiatrist and he's like well I'll take more pills for sure but I'm not gonna see that psychiatrist buried down with browns (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna just keep stroking my wax ball don't mind me yeah, um, yeah, I got a wax ball and I can break the glass <laughs> with my fingers. I don't know. Hey, Doc, check this out. <laughs> Do you like this glass? Is this important to you? Because kaplow. <laughs> like, I wish sorry. you said that. Kaplow. Sorry, world's best dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, so they go through this dirt bike chase, and before we get to the the button that I, I mentioned is just so great, is there's also this like snooty tooty fancy party going on, <laughs> and these dirt bikes come roaring in. They're like, uh, no. Oh, fuck you! Coming. Like, yeah, no, fuck your fancy party. <laughs> and then, what does the guy, the host of the party, the host of the party is says the funniest line to me, and he's like, "Yeah, my dog got a birthday card, but not me." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they were just going off on the fucking like random guys that get get to talking to a microphone in this, like just blurted out some shit that Man, I, I, I just I, I just wish, I wish that down. my birthday was on the same at the same time as my dog. If I had a dog, I, I, have, a, oh, I have a cat. If, if, oh. I, if I wish, wouldn't that be great if your birthday was the same time as your pet and oh you could just God, celebrate together? That. And then, not, but then, how? What kind of situation would it be your where the, your pet, your pet is so much more popular? <laughs> Then you that people come to your pet's party with gifts and cards for the pet and forget you. But, I mean, he was what still, is this party? Like, he, what was, is this? <laughs> he was like happy about He's it. Though. Vain, He's like, this elites, great. Man. like, this is a good yeah, thing. with their fancy <laughs> dogs. Yeah, like that was that was a good time. And and honestly, if you're gonna have a motorcycle, like, that dog's got like, 25,000 followers on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe it? <laughs> Give these endorsements. You know, you know, what what are these animals doing? Do this does that dog have a lawyer? <laughs> that dog has a lawyer. Were you looking to represent him? Man. You want to court. represent the dog? Are you a I lawyer? I think I'll start with I'll start with like a lawyer, a lizard or something. Okay. Lizard lawyer. New to new to NBC. Yeah. Like, Your Honor, if the tail doesn't fit, you must. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. It's going to grow back soon. Let's see if it matches. You'll see this nub is at least three months old. (laughs) (laughs) I got you, bud. I got you. Man, as a as a lizard, you just leave your tail at the scene of the crime. That must be that must be rough. Incriminating. You got to go back for that tail. You got to go back. You got to go tail. back for that tail. No matter how right. gross and wiggly it is, you got to go back and get it. Come on, man, just pick up your tail. Pick you can eat it, dude. Eat that tail. Yeah, man. some extra like, protein. That's what, I do. that's what I do. I just eat the tail before I, before I even go do it. Before I go do it, I eat my tail every time. That's, it's a lot. You're living up to this lizard lawyer. Crazy in the, it's crazy in these moniker. deserts. <laughs> James, I love well, right there that you were like, oh, I can, 
I could get a little bit more protein. So when the when you're just thinking yeah. in that situation, you're like, you're going to need good. more protein. If you're going to be escaping the law, you're going to need that it's, protein. It's it's hard. It's if hard. You're going to be running yeah. running from the law. You're going to need a lizard lawyer, and you're probably going to need grab that tail. And yeah, you remove the evidence. Okay, you get rid of the evidence. I know. I know. You get rid of the evidence. It's it's gone. But but you're going to need that protein, folks. You're going to need that protein. You're going to need that protein. Like you know, after this, you've got a busy day of sitting on a rock, sitting on a rock, doing push-ups, like, doing you know, push-ups, working push on your working on working on getting your reps in. You know, getting if you those eat that in, tail, you, know? you subsume its power, and you will grow eat that, that new tail, tail even faster, yeah. folks. That's I heard how a guy it works. that has a tail smoothie that you got to try. It's like a, it's, it's a tail shake, lizard tail shake. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah, it's it's. You got to watch it, out for those calories, on the You got to mm, maybe mm. like partition it out for the week. A little meal prep with mm. your lizard uh, well, tail get smoothie. The, get that skin off of there. You just pop that skin off, mm. and then you know that cuts a lot of calories right there. Yeah, okay, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, you Lizard gotta... skin is riddled with calories. Oh. Just just lousy with them. Yeah. You said you were gonna bring Bronson facts. I had no idea that we were gonna I, go in lizard lizard tail the... territory. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, by the end of this, you're gonna have all sorts of little Little stuff you can whip out. We're not whipping anything out here, Danny. Whoa, easy, buddy. Easy. You're at a party, whip out a lizard tail, <laughs> pop it in your mouth, and people are gonna be like, "What was that? What, what was that this delicious guy's deal? What was that delicious treat you got there?" And you're like, "Lizard tails. I got them. You want them? <laughs> you know, <laughs> ten for Smoothies, a dollar. <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of whatever, whatever you got. <laughs> Let's go. I hope you I hope you're, I mean, I hope you're uh, the people, the lizards you represent are okay with this. I, I mean, I guess it's a sustainable thing. Maybe this will be a, like, a way of. of of uh you know, of yeah extra protein work, it's just like they're just gonna keep growing back so i mean i do pro bono work but i gotta get that sweet sweet tail <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. uh you... ooh, that's actually problematic uh, I, I might want to say that <laughs> maybe uh is there a better word than tail i mean, I mean like, if you're that's... gonna be a lawyer slash lizard tail salesman that might be your uh might be a good slogan for you i mean yeah but it sounds really you know in, yeah. in, in the in the parlance of our times yeah but i mean people are gonna think i'm talking about you know females or, or or males you know but, so there's you know. a dirt bike chase there's a dirt bike chase yeah, oh, yeah. and yeah. it gets to the point where he <laughs> charles bronson arthur bishop falls but the other guy does not and he keeps going well be okay so charles bronson is chasing this guy yes. because the you know and there's a hill course, of course, the you know first real mission with Jan Michael Vincent, it goes awry. They're on the they're in a chase now because this guy because they're mechanics. You like Danny said earlier is they, it's all got to be accidents. It's all got to be clean. That's why people you know that's uh, that's why they get paid the big bucks. And it goes wrong, of course, because we're in a movie. And um, there so there's this chase on motorcycles. Kind of boring. But it, 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 it's presented in some ways that were fun. Like there's this moment where he like goes, they go through a, a street and then a car just like, sp just like spins out. And then another oh, car yeah. just bashes into the back of it. Yeah, it's like real wow, wreckage. They don't cut away. You see all the crunching wreckage. Crunching it. Yeah. yeah, just like crunching those cars up. Mm -hmm. And not, oh. not as good safety features at the time either. So they really get, they really oh get my crunched God. Those up. people might be dead <laughs> yeah if they were people for sure but yeah i mean so this 
and then there's another car that cr that crashes later as opposed mm -hmm. to the motorcycle what happens to the motorcycle this car does does not explode um but it's right. it goes down and this is later on in the movie in, in rome movie goes to goes to rome but the Naples, car like right naples naples Napoli? and no. uh and it you see, they just don't cut away you and the cameraman praise that cameraman just follows that car crash poof, 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 all the way down the hill and it just gets crunched and crunched. oh i it's so satisfying to watch I that car that just too. get like fucked up but uh continue with the, the continue with the the dirt bike thing Oh, okay. Um, or oh, whatever you're gonna say, the bulldozer. Oh, I. I oh, mean, yeah, I, the I, bulldozer. Yeah. That, yep, no, yep. you're right. I think let's talk about the explosions on this because they're very silly. Somebody had a lot of fun with them, though. Like somebody. Oh, and that's what I was saying about the like, sound earlier. Like, is come out, blow some shit up. Like <laughs> yeah. the the McBride from Tropic Thunder was in this. Yeah. I would say too that something that was really funny to me is the so they set up where they're the motorcycle cranes off the cliff. It ex just explodes. And then there's also the body just disappears because it's just massive explosion. Amazing, amazing shot. I need to make it like a gif or something. Like I just need it on like, a way to like repeat, watch it. And there's Dude, this moment where the, where it almost like <laughs> looks back, like the guy like looks back and then like looks forward and then crack. Like, cause you can tell it's a dummy at the last part, but right before he jumps, it's, it's interesting. There's like a look back and then look forward. It's, I don't know for as, wacky and crazy as it was it was like well done too like you were saying the explosions uh, like someone took passion in those explosions yes 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 i i i want to look you know what would be fun is to just start watching movies based on who does the pyrotechnics oh follow that career follow their career I mean, that'd be cool a whole podcast doing, about one if guy you're doing like it, well maybe if you're just doing like like pyro guys like 70 and 80s action movies or something if you're just picking them based on how many explosions per movie and how big the explosions were how what the budget was of mm -hmm. the explosives department of the film and like we have not? to start with speed Let's, i would I mean, love to I, see the i want to see the rundown on like you know how much they're buying how much tnt they're buying and like base like see watch movies in a row like from like biggest explosion to lowest explosion and then you know see if that literally you can delineate what makes a better action movie based off just explosions i mean you can yeah. yeah you should be that like the mr skin for explosions oh yeah. my god there you go that's what we're yeah, talking oh, about. that's a good ring to it right there <laughs> I mean, yeah. we can you, put that on a thanks you got James. so many I'm great slogans that, today that. dude i i'm got, i got your back yeah yeah, um, yeah man like i i uh god i'm so blessed <laughs> Hashtag blessed. Yeah, yes, hashtag yeah. bless us all. Yes, here on this praise, praise him. There was also a man, the the father, I believe, who uh, ordained the funeral. He was credited as father in the credits. I thought that was pretty cool. It said father Whoa. and then his name, and I was like, oh, there's a there's a father. It, in this. Can I blow your guys' mind for a second? I'm sure there were a couple fathers in the movie, not just him. What if all the fathers uh, had that, like, in mother and daughter? <laughs> <laughs> there was one father that's it no no nobody else like everybody else decided to stop having kids you know 70s uh okay can i blow your guys's mind for one second yes please one, do one it second. okay if you were to cast somebody else as steve mckenna who in a million years would you guess like whoever whoever At you this want this time period go ahead i bet you won't know who 
Uh, unless you were like, You're, you know, was there another person up? that was going to be cast? And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. instead of Jan Michael Vincent, Jan which, Michael Vincent, know, I'm pretty sure both of you are basically. This was the first Jan Michael tra- Vincent. Yeah. Travolta. Yeah. I don't know. Fucking Travolta was was this too early for him? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think like well because yeah, I mean that's right. And maybe he was that exact same age, really. Yeah, because, I was gonna say he was on Welcome Back, Cotter and shit. Yeah. As and uh, that that was pretty much. I'm I'm saying you know you you might be money uh, on the money right there because yeah. Okay, I'll go with that. Was, even if it's not, was, even if it's wrong, I'll go with that. It's not, but you were Great. damn close. That's okay. Uh, that way, Brandon knows that 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 guess is not uh, on the table. Brandon, who would you go with? I'm gonna say it's a name you know. It's a name you absolutely know. Oh man! Okay. There's other casting for uh, Charles mm-hmm. Bronson's role as well. I was looking at some I, of those. Those are interesting. I, that, I'm I'm curious about that for sure. But honestly, I wouldn't want to watch this movie if, if it wasn't Bronson. What, yeah. What is this completely what, what, different? This is seventy-two. Yep. I think that's a deceiving. Can I okay. do one more guess? Yes. Harrison Ford? No. Oh. Nice try, though. But Harrison oh. Ford would be too young for the Jan too Michael young. Vincent role. He's, he's still doing carpentry at this time. Oh, you know, maybe, oh, maybe it is 72. I'm forgetting, like, you know, what, Star Wars was 74? Yeah. He was uh-huh. in, like, early, what was, like, his early, was it Apocalypse Now? He was in, like, a little small oh, scene. Oh, he was in, he wasn't in just like as like a as like one small scene, if you do, Brandon, you got anything? Kevin Costner. Hey, no. Hey, you guys ready? Okay. Jeff fucking Bridges. Oh, oh, right. As Steve McKenna. Yeah, kind of surfer guy. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. How hip, crazy with this movie? I feel like that would have been a totally different movie. Like, like entirely. He would have been more affable, and that's kind of yeah. what I wanted from yes. it. It's like I yes. kind of wanted to that's like. I, I wanted to yes. like Steve McKenna at first, and then hate him instead of yes. hate him, kind of like him, and then just like, hate him again. I think it was like Jeff I wanted Bridges a moment of liking him. Being a little stuck up, but not so snotty that you're like, "Fuck this kid, dude!" Right you off know, the bat, like, you're like, "Yeah, fuck this." But kid. also, it part of it was for me. It was all of his friends. Like that party was so crazy and awful and then i was like i'm supposed to think this guy like it like but he was like fuck my friends suck and then like because he didn't even like his shitty friends either then i was like am i supposed to like that he doesn't like his shitty friends or am i supposed to think like he's kind of shitty for having all these shitty friends and like why what about him would, ma- would make him what, what would make him a good killer or a good assassin like where has he because shown he discipline in his life <laughs> like why? watched a girl try to die. That's the I, only that, thing because he hasn't shown discipline. That, he hasn't shown any sort of like uh, being mechanical. And with that's his, why like uh, actions are like how he does his work. He only knows you only know that he has a background in his father, uh, in his father being involved yeah. involved with crime, and he was just brought up in in that world. And then there's the I guess the montage kind of sh- proves his worth a little bit more. Um, but past that, yeah, it's like. If you guys, if you want to, move, I think we're kind of getting to yeah. like Rome or Italy and Naples, whatever. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Well, first, so first we find out, like, uh, do we? Uh, go he ahead. Sees, go ahead. Just, no, I mean he well, sees Bronson's he sees the picture of himself in the in the yeah. desk, and I I assumed that was a clear tell of like, oh, they hired Steve to kill him, but that was 
I guess that that wasn't the case. That was right because he's. What do you mean? Was that was that evidence that Steve was that they hired Steve to hunt? Uh, yeah. Well, Bronson, Arthur? like, like I don't know if like I can't. I thought that so, was just like. So this is like I, I. So I've watched this a bunch of times, and I went, and this is like where past where I I recently watched it, but like what I from what I remember, like you're what's going on there is you've got Bronson. I, is it clear that they show Bronson realizing that he's being set up? He, like, sees, he it, sees his folder do, do with his information clear? in it. And I was trying to figure out like, how is he finding this? Is this Steve? So you and know, it wasn't Steve. You Steve's know that he knows Steve's going to kill him. But that's like, that he, revealed he, later. Yeah, I guess so. Cause he, he set up the car and everything. So yeah. Yeah. But so then you, so then, then you why even do this Steve hit with him? I don't know. Yeah. Take him out. You think that he lets Steve take him out. And then Steve gets home. I mean, all right, are we going to just, like, should I? No, 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 no. No, I want to talk a... about, like, Italy and them doing this job because that's yeah. what I was confused okay. about okay. is, like. So Italy he, is, if is he knows that If he knows that Steve is going to kill him, he continues to go on this job with him and and, right. and go it, on it with took... this and act like everything is fine. Okay, so the other part it, of it is he's he a hitman. So the other part is he's a hitman and he works for this group where if Steve doesn't kill him, somebody fucking else will. Right. John so Wick's so style, the yeah. point, the point is like, he knows death is coming for him. He's on the death Steve pool or whatever. Or somebody like else. So really what he can yeah. do, what he can do is let Steve get the hit. And if Steve gets to kill him, then he's in better with his now future employees. And it's like, yes. good luck. Good luck, kid. Hmm. You know, fucking, hmm. You know, I'm already dead. It's it's whose bullet is it going to be? And I mean, they didn't make it super clear because Bronson doesn't tell anybody what he's thinking or feeling. That's the, that's the thing is like he ever. just goes that's, on like business business as usual with like <laughs> right. he finds out this information. Nothing changes. He he continues to take Steve. But, he continues to do the to try to enact the hit in Italy, and then discovers that he's been set up, and all of this occurs, and then he gets the backstabbed by steve as, as well and seeing him just kind of like fall from grace of like his original who he was as an assassin was like i would have i don't know i guess i would have liked a little bit of like he's losing his touch a little bit halfway through this movie because he starts sure. to he starts to be messy and then this part too is kind of like maybe he starts to have feelings of like paternal sort of feelings towards the the kid and all that stuff of or this guy and 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 uh that kind of stuff was a little bit more expressed than some of it would have made sense as to some of his actions, but no, he just, I mean, yeah, this, this whole Italian, Italian jab goes in, um, and they are scoping out this yacht and, uh, yeah, they just, they scuba onto it. They get set up. Other boats show up and try to try to attack them. And they, um, scuba on out of there once they, once they figure out that's, that's the case. And then they blow the, the, blow the boat up. Um, that yeah. scuba those scuba outfits that's <laughs> that is a good look for and a good time for scuba, scuba. oh like so those like kind of round goggles apparatuses yeah like i like that and i like the old timey ones where you got a tube coming out of like the big metal oh, like yeah you know four windowed helmet uh -huh. on your head yeah. with like the body sock or whatever uh -huh. that you're wearing like i, I really like that you can shit. like actually walk on the on the yeah. floor yes. and yes. look yes. for sunken like, treasure. 
the Cuba Gooding Jr., uh, Robert right. De Niro, oh, well, De Niro, yeah, Men, oh. Men of Honor, yeah, that kind of shit. Right. Oh yeah. my god, is that movie? No, everybody loved it. Of course, it's not polarizing. Like Bioshock stuff. Goddamn brilliant! Like, yeah, dude, that yeah. was like Dad. Bioshock was Medal of Honor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just re I remember that movie and just Dad's talking about. You know how? Oh yeah! Did you know that that's like a real thing? And oh, the yeah. historical accuracy people of that movie. That. People, people did that. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they, I they heard it. Yeah, it's they that walked tough. underwater. <laughs> Greatest Crazy. generation. Greatest well, generation. Like with fish, with fish, like fish were down there. Oh my god! <laughs> In the that's, water. That's how. That's how we won the war. <laughs> that's that's right. <laughs> So that's you eat those. Did it. You eat. You eat your vegetables for grandpa. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, and you to do. Segue, and you fucking you know, do. You eat. You yeah. eat those veggies. Yeah, um, he walked. He walked underwater during World War II. You when, eat those vegetables. When he does figure out that he's going to get the hit on, I guess he does start doing the background research on Steve. As and I'm, I'm reading in my notes here. He's like listing Steve's interests, and I enjoyed this. He says his interests are girls, freaks, yep. physical fitness, fast cars, and killing. Girls and yeah. freaks are the first two. Bronson's really good at lists. As you go through watching that Bronson measured movies, tone. Oh, I could fall asleep on Bronson want, lists. What, what you want? Yeah, actually, that sounds like oh. a great, great like well, playlist yeah. or something. Yeah, just like a Spotify super playlist cut. of just Can we get a Bron super Bronson, Bronson listing different items and stuff. I could, I, I. Yeah, or any honestly, if he read if he has like a, a book on tape read by bananas like Charles Bronson, yeah, I could listen to Charles Bronson read like a tale of two cities or something like that. Right. Oh my god, yeah. What if you like you, you could get their turn, turn by turn directions? As oh my god, sign oh, me up. My, yeah, yeah, here's my money, yeah. Brandon, Fuck for you, that million dollar money. idea. Yeah, bing bong. Like and bing like, bong. And if you could dollars. just like cuss a bit, like take a fucking yeah, just, right. Take a yeah. fucking right, bitch. <laughs> we'll put the necessary like warnings that. and whatnot yeah, to let course. you know. Like, um, those if you know what is good for you, you'd flip a bitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, money, money in the bank right there. Uh, uh, so well, yeah, cool. so I would like, like, I would yeah, like him to argue like, too cool. I would like him to read a book on tape where there's like lots of characters with different kind of fun voices and him to kind of like kind of start to pretend to do, like he's going to do another voice and then just, just sink back back into Bronson. So it gets real confusing <laughs> as he's like reading each character. It's like, is that is that who's that? And he's like, what did you say? And I said this, like <laughs> just be the same shit all, the whole time. I could fall asleep to that all night. Like Bronson, any book that he I, I don't he had to have re read a couple books. Do you think a lot enough people liked his voice when it was going on or? He or was, was this hot common... shit after this. I oh mean, this, this God, is like yeah. the the beginning well, he, of the Bronson he, Bronson show he, he, of this decade. I feel like he's you just think like this one put him on the map. I, I, oh, I'm I, not I sure. Think... Actually, I'm not sure. No, not oh, okay. this one. But... Yeah, because yeah. he, I think people loved his ass, like especially because he kind of he was <laughs> like a what, he was like a more it, though. Yeah, so, I guess so once upon a time in the West, but like as far as like a leading role. You had Clark yeah, Gable, uh, Clark okay. Gable. these types back, of movies. During Gone's, Gone with the Wind and shit, you had Clark Gable. Bron Charles Bronson was basically Clark Gable 
but a badass. Like there was an Bronson. oh man, there was this quote from a critic that's on his IMDb page that I'm going to read right now, if you don't mind, because you just brought up Clark Gable. Yeah, yeah on his IMDb it. page under Charles Bronson, it says the archetypal screen tough guy with weather-beaten features. One film critic described his rugged looks as a Clark Gable who had been left out in the sun too long. <laughs> that's what I thought you were going to say because yeah, that's what his IMDb Clark page Gable. is. <laughs> like if, if he was a raisinette, he'd be Clark Gable raisinette. That's, that's really funny. I, uh, but I mean, no, he's, 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 he's actually that perfect archetype though of like, you know, Clark Gable was seen always in like a tucked in white shirt and everything and all that. Like that's where all that shit came from. And, like, Charles Bronson represented that dude, the dude who, like, is supposed to be, like, the guy that gets shit done or whatever. But Charles, mm-hmm. Charles Bronson is, like, the dirty Harry of that. But oh, like, yeah. This is such a dirty Harry time, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, but, like, dirty Harry shit. is is kind of later, actually. Like, I think Bronson was pre-dirty Harry. And, but mm-hmm. also, dirty Harry, is, dirty Harry is a cop. Bronson... I don't think Bronson really ever played cops either. That was the it's other a cow- thing. He's like, a cowboy, man. He's just a cowboy in a, a modern cowboy. world. He's just like exactly. treating yes. treating the world yes. like as if he's just. He's, he's always your everyday a new sheriff man. in town. He's your everyday man who it's like, you know, leave me alone. I'm just trying to do this. Like like that old fucking guns, bit yeah. where it's like, leave me alone. Long and then it's like here. fucking. Yeah, but he's like, I'm just minding my own business over here. And then you made my day. And like, now I got to. Fuck yeah, he's got his own like, set of rules, his own way of yeah. way of being, and yeah, and, but like, he's like and this is even done in like every, fucking born yeah. identity and stuff like stuff like that of just but like also, the, like the cool Bronson film collector killer. It, Bronson takes his time with everything in such a great way where he's like you see this done over and over again later, but people like you know put a lot of like work into that character, and Bronson effortlessly does what people spend a long time trying to do. Where, like, Bronson has just this calm, cool demeanor that you're like, ooh, like, there's something fucking terrifying about that guy. Like, I think that guy really could fucking just, like, you know, choke me out right now and I could just fucking die. Like, like, like yeah, and, and like, he, he would just go get an ice cream. Like, he doesn't fucking care. Like, it, it, it's, it's that aspect of him and how normal he looks. It's like, you see that guy on a subway or something and you don't look twice, but, like, he's already got a knife in your back. Like, that, that kind of shit is fucking terrifying. There's a show, Mr. Inbetween, on FX, and it's about this fucking Australian hitman. And he, mm. remi- he reminds me a lot of, like, a, a modern-day Charles Bronson in Australia or something. Like, it's kind of just like this shit, where he's a very matter-of-fact guy, but this is kind of a little bit more, you know, he's got a daughter, and it's kind of like a co- dramedy mm-hmm. of sorts or something. But it's it's great, but, like, that dude uh, you see bronson in a lot of people into the, to oh, the yeah. point where, oh, where yeah. you know maybe we should also mention there's like a fucking inmate in fucking england that changed his name to charles bronson yeah. to strike fear in everyone around like in the other cell blocks like i'm That's the good. scariest whole motherfucker on the planet on, yeah. and it's tom hardy playing a fucking you know crazy asshole yeah. uh that guy is a crazy actually, asshole yeah Recent news about him, he's actually been moved to a minimum security prison and he is up for parole soon because he's been being a good boy. He's not. Yeah, and he's in a relationship, I think, too. There's this woman that's been visiting not, him and. Uh, and he's not and assaulting she's like, people she's like anymore obsessed. either. She's yeah. like obsessed and very in love with him and. and yeah. And, uh, wow. Giving, giving him visits. Yeah, and, he, and he's built up a relationship with his children, too, and they're excited for him to get out and stuff. And uh, it, it's looking like. 
he's like got this like really wonderful <laughs> recovery story. I mean, after. I, I, yeah, you're literally uh, being this. I don't know how he, I feel about that. Most incarcerated yeah. in England. Well, the thing it's, is, it's re- did, rehabilitation, man. Whatever, however, people are going to be rehabilitated, yeah, right? If you're, you're going to be, re- but also, yeah. it sounds like I will he's being say re- that guy. I don't think I don't think that guy murdered people though. Okay, well, like. I don't know enough about this. Well, what I'm saying is I think he spent the longest time out there, but like he's attacked guards and stuff and like he's definitely hurt people. But what I'm saying is I don't think he's a killer necessarily. I think he just mm. like has been fighting literally like the English system for his entire life. Like he he spent more time inside solitary confinement than anyone in England. Um mm. but like Let's go back that, to other Bronson. I want to go back yeah. to the other Charles Bronson. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. This has been interesting and all, but I want to go back to regu- to our our other Charles Bronson. I like him more. I started um, drinking the the mezcal. And I'm oh, like, okay. Well, <laughs> is there anything we want to say about Italy in this hit that, that he gets set up? Yes. Um, and then I, I guess the poison, him getting poisoned. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I mean, also, what, also, also, he holds an ice he holds an ice cream cone. As he's trying to do something with like uh, photography or something with his eyes, he's eating an ice cream cone and then he holds it with his mouth. Yeah. yeah. As he's doing something else, I was like, he's "Look at this good. fucking multitasker!" He's, he's this a, guy is incredible. He's a genius. How do you how do you even do that? That's um, that's Oscar worthy. Yeah, awesome. like this whole. Uh, well, I guess there's like the whole thing where they're running away from the boat. That that car chase is kind of nice, is because it's like they he's chucking bombs out the back. They put yeah. the bomb on the yeah. pedal. That shit is cool. And they jump out. Are those made with wax as well? They look like they were made with wax. Oh, yeah. He's okay, real into yeah. the wax. That makes he's, sense. A, he's a wax he is so, he's, yeah. he's a wax. So into he's a that wax. stuff. He's a uh-huh. sweet little wax baby. And he likes he just like crafted that with yeah. his with his one mitt and he's and, like I've been I've been squeezing this wax all day like yeah I, it's yeah. fresh <laughs> and then he chucks it and then they like blow the car and then and then this one guy chases him down with the machine gun and then he bulldozes him oh, off, can of I a, say the, off of a yes. fucking cliff and that's that's the best seeing that car go all the way down it was amazing that, uh, oh, I'm so glad you called out the machine gun because the again the audio in this movie was so funny to me because when he uh, when the machine gun guy shoots it sounds like a laser it's such yeah. a, a very like, <laughs> like <laughs> oh my god it was so it's such a cool sound like don't get me wrong but it just yeah. it like takes you out of the movie which is yeah i it's almost uh, as good I'll, as I'll, whenever I, some, like that fire it, noise where like fire spreads across something it's like whoop, whoop, like it's right. like, a, like a whip fire noise i like that too like those are i like them rolling up with shotguns they look like there's something about 70s yeah. attire yes. with a shotgun that just looks like shotguns bell bottoms and the too, he, yeah. like steve's coat in this scene is like really cool and he looks yes, he looks pretty yes, dashing yes. and he's got yes. and he's got the the shotgun it's just like it, it just i don't know there's something like as an action movie it's just like yeah this is fun this yeah. is this yeah. is cool it's not a yeah. full, it's not a full car chase there's like different antics that happen along the way that that are great and yeah it ends with that bulldozer and that car going off the cars cliff. look good the cars were kind of cool to watch like uh, yeah. like race around all that shit mm-hmm. those those uh, well so that's on location in italy right like that's gotta be not the beach, but uh, yeah, I think that. Not, probably I mean, the all, the roads, all the yeah, roads, all the roads, and stuff. Yeah. just not the beach. That's, that was like, I mean, and that's where you know you can't fake that shit. Like I mean, those well, are yeah, like we got so much twist of Italy. 
Oh yeah, because there's, it, it there's some great had, Italy shots. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You had brought it up earlier, I think, Danny. And the like the be, bulldozing. Like yes, right. The, the bulldozing. So uh, the, there was so much uh, time on screen paid to how long it's taken the car to get to where that bulldozing scene is. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's it, like it's it's real it, time. It, yeah. Oh, real time stuff. But it, it was cool to see that it almost seemed like it was in a cliff, right? Or yeah. It yeah. was there was a huge drop off next to it and it had to like go around all of this yeah. stuff. Yeah, and but it was like Quantum it. of Solace. Like it, it, it was so cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. And like the cliffside chase. It was like the beginning of Quantum of Solace where he's got you know, I don't know. It's yeah. just But like yeah, you have to cool say that scene. like that on location movie, stuff, which is I guess why I bring that up is yeah. You gotta like, love you that. You got to see that it was there. Yeah. You gotta love yeah. that. You gotta love I saw the LA Zoo, love... I drive by by that all the time and so can't get enough i, I mean let's shot get on location tower stuff. tower yeah. records baby let's let's get into the there's a lot there's that whole scene where he's later. looking at the glass and then tower records is in the back and then those kids are there, are throwing playing is, keep away that was weird is there a part where this is in a there's an aquarium in this yeah that's where yeah. he has his panic attack and there's I this weird love... cut to the aquarium where it's like killer whale killer whale Killer whale. Yeah, okay, yeah, we're at the aquarium. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> so, yeah, like, okay. So there was some sort of transition like, where it did, like, a quick, yeah, like, okay, probably, here's a one, two, three. We're going to the next scene. <laughs> that has to be probably the cringiest, like, uh, filming oh, part of this movie. But uh, I love it. Like, no, don't get me wrong. I that didn't work. It makes choices. Yeah, it's a choice. That one did not land. It's but fun. I, but mm-hmm. I will say, they are doing it's very, it's really, silly. Yes. really creative shit with all of the physical blo- like choices in every scene with all of the 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 extras that are like directed whatever they tell them to do works whatever the party like, scene the, for sure yeah the, the locations they pick work the fucking uh all of the physical effects and explosions and stuff are like fucking interesting and like it, like yeah. it, it, and like it, they took time, like a lot of time and effort to be like, this is how this whole thing is gonna fit together and work. And it's fucking shows. And that's where I like picked this movie is because, uh, you know, yeah. honestly, I don't think the writing in the script is really as good as what they have technically. It's no nonsense. I, I don't know. I, I dig it for that. Yeah. I mean, I, narr- I, narratively, like, there was never a point where, like, I didn't it, it, necessarily it, know what was going on or when I didn't, I was curious and I was like, I can kind of as the viewer not have everything well, laid out to me and they gave they me did, a they, little bit of time yeah. to yes, meet in yes. the middle and kind of figure it out for myself of like, Oh, what's yeah. he doing? Why is he running up? Oh, why is he like testing his heart rate? Like, Oh, this is going to satisfyingly come back and be fulfilled later, which was like, put me at ease when that started to happen with those first two kills it was like, I am in good hands. And that was nice. Is there anything we want to say about Arthur Bishop? I made a pound noise. Sorry. I'm order, order, order. Um, when you're, you're shaking. Oh yeah. The cameras. Cause like I'm pounding the desk and the camera's shaking too. Is there That's anything like, you want to say about yeah. Arthur Bishop poison and, uh, yeah. our, uh, our other buddy getting blown up in his car. Cause I think those are the two big things. And then we can move on to, uh, some of the polarizing reviews. I can be quick. I love the fact that Arthur Bishop is 
jelly as uh jan michael vincent says it because everybody's got a jelly spot right is it like, <laughs> what, what the line is everybody's got a jelly spot wow it just uh, i do what we, i want for, yeah yeah it's i'm gonna take hits out for myself for, for a movie that's so brutal that was that's yeah i don't know that, it really that it, it really cutesied have, it up <laughs> yeah that, that didn't have as much panache it goes back to solution uh, yeah Everybody's got their jelly spot. <laughs> just, uh, just a spoiled brat attitude throughout the whole thing, and then he's just there, and he's he's looking out the windows, though, man. He's looking out the window, and he's just got his wine, and he's like, "I've got you." <laughs> it goes according to plan. <laughs> There's the solution that does this, and it's you didn't know that. <laughs> God, Charles Bronson and, rolling around. That was, oh, he was so great. Imagine, oh, he's like, imagine <laughs> Je Jeff Bridges, though, of like, well, man, like everybody's got their jelly spot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, man, well, I'm just trying to picture it. Like, this whole time, I've been trying to picture just Jeff Bridges as Michael Jan Vincent, which, like, I just honestly, the, like, it, it would have been better. I'm gonna start looking at movies like that. Like I'm gonna watch every Jeff Bridges movie and swap Michael Jan Vincent. It worked, man. Watch... Yeah, it, it would be better. It's a similar look. The, the, yeah, yeah, it's a similar in the future, look. We're, and that's what. Yeah. In the future, we'll be able to do that. In the future, we'll be like, all right, recast old movies. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Not, not take... even remake it. Just like, re just yeah. remake, remake it. Yeah, I'm gonna have a Michael Jan Vincent hologram. <laughs> wow. This is gonna be all yeah, right. And then the be... the car explosion, right. the note. Uh, or Danny, did you have anything to say about Charles Bronson assassination and then uh, ex car explosion? I'm gonna say uh, just one thing: like poisoning somebody is a bitch move. Like that's I, yeah. I, I think I think not yeah. cool, dude. He's a little not stinker. Cool, He's, yeah, he is the cool. whole movie, and it's like I think you never like him. Would Bronson would rather you fucking shoot him. Like Bronson Bronson's would poison rather, people. Bronson's Bronson, poison people. Bronson before. would like you know what? I think I respect fuck. it. I respect it if if they got into a knockdown dragout brawl. I mean, oh, that would be kind of cool too. But what would say cool, is, just, yeah. but he taught he taught him how to do it, and and he's like yeah. that that was like the ironic twist of like you taught me how to kill you, and that was kind of nice of like it was kind of and that did seem like something honestly that. Bronson would do and throw him in a fucking uh, vat of acid, like yeah. Breaking Bad style. I don't no, no, Yeah. Like, well, I, I just, I think you do Yeah. Well, honestly, no, you do it. Well, you'd want to make it public and set shit. So the people knew like, yeah, you took him out. But here's the thing is like, so he poisons him and that's that. I think and, it's still a oh, wait. I just want to say, I think it's still a bitch move because it's a Bronson, bitch move. Sure. Bronson could have, uh, poison the guy in the beginning, but he chose not to. He decided to just uh, that's what was him. weird. Is like, did did he have yeah. like was there some solution that Bronson didn't know about that can make right. it seem like someone had a it heart attack? Because like because yeah. it's like he he seemed like oh. I'm the next model. Like I know these things that are going to be even more because of his heart condition. I guess is that that's Bronson, what he does. Bronson because it's a paper though. trail. Like, you know there. Bronson went to the doctor. He knew that he, Bronson was having a heart condition thing. So he's situation. just on a suicide mission. Then he, after that point, he's just like, I right, fuck it. I have all these issues. I just don't care well, if I'm going to die. I'm just going to do this last I thing. Mean, mm. I mean, there's like a moment of that. That'd be kind of like, funny. I've been holding on to this since earlier. Like, because like, uh, don't fart uh, on like, the podcast, please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so, <laughs> like, I, 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 I want like there to be like a treatment made of the sequel to this, where it just like basically just takes some of these things that like we see that kind of smooths out the edges, like something that explains it and sequels it where like it, that's what would be amazing is like if you could have like not like he's alive like he knew the dude was gonna fucking try and kill him he fucking knew the poison he was gonna use he fucking anecdoted himself fucking <laughs> he didn't so, anecdote no, <laughs> anecdote he didn't well, anecdote himself well no i'm just saying in this sequel that's how you like fucking boom oh, you're back no. you're back in business mechanic oh. too like what I'm saying is like I just or the prostitute wanna... prostitute comes in. Oh, I decided wow. to surprise oh. you by I'm surprising you in Italy. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. I'll yeah, save you. I, I want that. Like Here's really, that's serum. that's which yeah. makes it a good movie because like I want I want I, I sit there and like I after like watching ending. this movie I sit there and I like the ending it. too. No, I love the ending. Don't get me wrong, I love the ending. But what I do is I say, man, I love if there just happened to be some ridiculous sequel that came after this, like I'm just saying, I want more, two or three I want right? more. I want more of this movie though. And this character, I want more Arthur Bishop. And I'm just saying they did their job. Like yeah, basically right, like, right. because afterwards I'm sitting there, like I feel that you know, way too. This, this is 50 years after they've made this movie. And I'm sitting here saying like, like trying to like, just make justifications for why Arthur Bishop's allowed to be alive in a sequel that is never going to happen. And that's mm -hmm. great film making. Like, I don't care yeah, I get what, what it mean. took to get mm -hmm. there. And like the script, it bums you movie, out that you're never going to see him again. You actually kind of like grief his yeah, loss. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the end of that. It is what it is, but like, and you get to see Bronson and a bunch of other random shit, but like, Oh yeah. I, I, the, script like this this, movie, I the script for this movie is about 20 oh, pages. Time. Yeah, and most sure. of it, most of it storytelling, great. is fucking, mm. is, it, it, most of it is busy work that he's doing. Not, there's like, like yeah. a it's, it's pretty tight of dialogue though. in this entire There's like thing. not, there's not the emotional flourishes in some of the parts, which I think I, it could have used some, it. but like you it's, it's tight, it's tight and it gets things across. And I, I had a good time watching it and I'd like to move on to some reviews if you guys don't mind. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, um, yes, please. Uh, we'll start with critics, which this is this is going to be an interesting one um, because there is not that many critic reviews that are available through Rotten Tomatoes. And I just I like to it's highlight that because I say this a lot of times in, with with movies that some of the later like recent movies we did in the 90s sort of streak. And this one is even earlier as the 70s. And we don't do many like that because Rotten Tomatoes didn't exist. And so they're pulling whatever critic reviews existed. And there's only nine listed on Rotten Tomatoes. And it has a 33% represented by that. But, you know, it's I, I always say this point of like, well, what if you do want to check out an older movie? And Rotten Tomatoes is your site of finding out how to, like, watch movies. It's just interesting to know that's that's how it's represented. That being said, <clears throat> I'll I'll do a few of them. Uh, probably won't won't be too many see these, yeah these are even from some some places that i haven't haven't heard of um so this will be this will be interesting mike massey from gone with the twins i don't know what publication that is but gone with the Minnesota? Twins. oh Twin okay cities? yeah hey, there you go uh, i nailed it you got some roots uh we got our we got our minnesota and minnesota minnesotan minnesota 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 
Roots, Roots Minnesota. Uh, guy over here. Mike Massey. Mm-hmm. While not a spectacular picture, the ending is highly amusing, despite being predictable, giving a simple story an unforgettable final note of singular creativity. This was a 5 out of a 10, and it was still given a rotten score. See, that's it's, even like the rotten scores aren't fully represented. It's like a 5, mm-hmm. I guess, is what a rotten is, but it's like the blurb is po- pretty positive. Um, Judith Christ from Texas Monthly. She's crisp? Crisp with a SP? Chris, oh. Christ without the H. Uh, mm-hmm. It is a banal expedition into slaughter and sadism and stupid dialogue. Yes. Okay. Uh, Fuck this movie, enough. says Judith. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Judith that's true. is like, no, spank you. Um, well, I mean, you know, for what she doesn't like is the same reason I do like. <laughs> <laughs> I would give that same <laughs> with a, a positive review. score. Yeah. Like, thank you, Judith. <laughs> Uh, from Dick Lochte from Los Angeles Free Press. Indifferent, Dick <laughs> Indifferently acted, carelessly photographed, unnecessarily complex. The mechanic is clearly not in working order. Zing. <laughs> Fair enough. Like, that's, that's, that's untrue. David Nassar, Real Film Reviews. A meandering, relentlessly unwatchable piece of work. Wow. Hey, all right. And uh, from Nick Shager, Lessons of Dark from Lessons of Darkness, these publications, as slow as molasses and just as exciting. That's that's really surprising because it's not Uh, like you know we've talked about um, seeing a movie like Once Upon a Time in the West where that's a three hour movie. There's there's a type of movie Mm -hmm. where Bronson has been in where it is going to be long because he just like I don't know he's just so charismatic and it's a part of the appeal is just him doing shit on screen. I don't know. He doesn't have to be talking. He can just be doing things and those are going to produce long movies for this to be aimless. I would say this is like so lean, right? What was this? It was like an hour and 10 minutes or something. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Aside from how great you delivered all of those reviews, James. Oh, thank you. What I really love that you did there was you told me what who said those things because I am uh, I've been writing these down and I'm gonna I, I have some choice. My, I, I'm gonna, <laughs> okay, I'm okay. Don't there. make direct threats uh, mechanic no, no, style no, no, here. No, Don't no, start start no, no, buying no, no, some no. some tea, no, some sleepy like tea, that. some it's chamomile. Just, Heavy duty just, camera I, meal. I know I know who these guys are. And okay, look, okay. We're gonna move like, on to. Uh, <laughs> TV Guide magazine staff not credited. Thank you. Thank God for uh, for Danny's Danny's sake. Though extremely violent, the film is surprisingly boring in spots. Also saying it's boring. And then from Time Out, also not credited, a glossy, violent, pointless movie from the team who later perpetrated Death Wish. Mildly entertaining if you want to watch Bronson suggesting silent brooding menace for the umpteenth time. <laughs> no. This is someone writing a review like after Death Wish, though, which is like disingen- there, disingenuous uh, to what the movie is because this movie came out and then Death Wish came out. So you're not reviewing it as just this movie. I, yeah, I don't know. How right, old? Absolutely. How, do you have the dates on those reviews by any chance? You're just saying what I'm, it is in sorry. relation to Bronson's career. So, I mean, okay. So, really, what this is saying is, is that this is arguably well, the worst movie in his career and if it's just more of the movie, same so it's when like were, when were like these written though when were they written though 
Like I don't the, know on that one, my mistake, but this because, is like, well, no, I go no, through no. Metacritic it's, it's and I go through old, Rotten Tomatoes oh. top critics. And this is just like, not necessarily know, like, like me it, it might trying make a to be you know? super accurate with everything that I do with like looking at the re- these reviews. In my mind, I like to play the casual, yeah, yeah, mo- yeah, wanting to like, watch a movie, looking at these websites, seeing some reviews, seeing what the first thing is that you see because you're not yeah. going to go deep dive as an audience member too. And I don't know. And sometimes right. I'm a little bit, but you make a good point with the critics reviews and that's the disparaging well, part curious, of the critic you know? score like, on Rotten Tomatoes is yeah. for these older movies in both ways, because then there's other movies like I've, t- I've brought up the thing, which was not one of my favorite movies, yeah. but was not yeah. liked when it first came out. Exactly. And now is like hailed as a classic. So is that, that a has gone movie? up in ways and this one stays down for whatever mm. reason. So it's just interesting how those things are represented and how did nobody time, like the thing when it came out to it. Uh, it came out in the same weekend, I believe as ET. So everyone went to go oh, see ET no. and wanted to see the happy alien that made friends with all the children. What? And then they saw, then there was the thing and I was like, Oh God, it's a mean alien. <laughs> I thought ET was way newer, and and the thing was I believe way that, that older. That was that was the that's so the interesting that those came story. out at the same time. Two alien movies that are like just oppositions of each other. Both like, movies came out in '82. Yeah. Um, Holy shit! That's yeah, and then insane. the thing was kind of panned by critics, and all the critics love ET. Um, oh. And then it was kind of kind of like re re. I don't know, cult classic that's, sort of retaking. That's We've Cronenberg, right? That is Carpenter. No. Uh, oh, okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm going to move on to some audience reviews. Right. Uh, that's they have tw- There's 2,500 ratings for audience reviews on Rotten Tomatoes with a 65% score. And then on Amazon, there's 1,000 reviews of, audi- of customers, and they rate it 4.5 out of 5 out of 1,000. So it's, it's very hoy. Um <laughs> Let's start with Mr. Wan, five stars. Bronson titled Bronson was perfect in this role. I'm surprised nobody mentions the car chase scene. As someone who has been around auto racing all my life, I can tell when someone is pushing a car to its limits. And while they are economy <laughs> cars out of the out of the 60s, that's what they do in this movie. On the side of a mountain, no less. No speeding up the film, no CGI, the real thing. I love that they don't speed it up too. Yeah, this is one of those. This is one of those movies that keeps your attention due to the pace of action mixed with suspense and character development. Although not a western, I think Bronson did an even better job in this movie than my other favorite of his, Once Upon Once Upon a Time in the West. Mm -hmm. Um, Move on to Hell yeah, E. Seamus titled. They used to write movies like this. Mm, Oh god. Without being too philosophical or semiotic, I. I suppose the reader will be the judge of that. This film is a clear reminder of the difference a generation can make. Clear lines of good and evil are drawn, and the inevitability of justice in the end overshadows the film. Such a sweet and sad ending, foreshadowed eloquently with a fight in the dojo between the master with his old ways and the upstart with his tricks. Like we, that fight kind of in the about that was so that was funny. That was for kind of is forgettable. It, when the, is, is that the wait, 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 wait? Like I loved that the that, dojo fight. The dojo so, fight. Like that guy tries to beat up 
the pastor, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that like you know the whole time what's gonna happen. Like from from a mile away, you're like, this guy's gonna pull some dirty tricks because uh, yes, it's mm-hmm. apparently the way he he's looks. a little prick. And like, oh, well, and what, also it, like what he's saying, he's like, this guy's real cool. This, this guy yeah. sucks, and then mm-hmm. like they start fighting, and then that guy starts to suck, and then that guy beats the shit out of that guy. I love that. Yeah. And like old ways was, rule, old ways <laughs> rule, <laughs> conservatism, <laughs> conservatism. It was so right down the middle but also filmed and shot really great where you're like yeah okay like i like this like like it, it, it i i felt did you guys not like that or did you yeah it was it was the fine way- i guess i guess it was another way to illustrate what this review is saying as well is symbolic with of like the bigger ideas of the movie um and also like established in a way like how skilled he is with I believe karate and he had a samurai sword at, at one point too. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't know. There's, there's some of these scenes that honestly, like while they color, color the film and his character, it's like, you could, I don't know, you could take or leave some of the stuff as well. So I, I, I don't know. I'm not quite sure how I feel about it. Cause there was like, they just, yeah, I don't know. They had a great day together. They, they would, they hung out at the dojo. Like that, that was their bonding moment. And I guess that was, a, that was something that was like, I take what I do seriously and to the point where I'm like a master martial artist. And that, I guess like in that way, that's, that's respectable for that character. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, and also too, he, uh, Bronson, like respect, like there is some, I don't know. Again, it's, it, it's complicated and I don't fully understand because Bronson doesn't give a lot as to how he feels about the new way of doing things because there's, it seems at times like there's a, there's like a uh, admiration or an understanding of doing things in a new way. Hmm. But then the, the new way seems to be like the shitty way because the way that the, um, the new, um, the white guy, cheap tricks, which like, that's how the poison, I guess is kind of the cheap trick sort of thing. Right. Which I yeah I don't know it's in a way I guess it is like yeah symbolic and parallels other other moments in the movie I didn't get to finish this review so I'll just do the last the last part of it he goes on when the movie ended I was smiling at the poetic ending and thought back to how many movies ended this way from that era enjoy this a fantastic character good plot almost literary with a big gnarled knuckled punch in the liver that is Mr Bronson. Big gnarled yeah. knuckle punch in the lever. Thank you to that guy. That guy. <laughs> that guy. Doesn't that like just change everything the critic said it, like immediately? That guy's um, a real patriot. From Ast- uh, yeah. Astral Pixie. <laughs> <laughs> Astral Pixie, ti- five stars titled Terrific 70s Cinematography Interior Design with Bronson and Jan Michael. <laughs> they go on to say. Some lovely shots of California in the 70s, and I love, love both Keenan Wins and Charles Bronson's houses. So this yeah. is what it looks like inside your head. Must have cost a lot of bread. I know that I've seen is them. I know that I've seen Whoa. them in other TV shows. That was a line in the movie, but it also I, I thought I, you were. I said it in a way that was that was rhymey as well. But that yeah. is a line in the movie. Is like oh. a little Dr. Seuss on you though. Yeah, yeah they, I, Astral Pixie uh, doing some rhymes. Um, Look out. I know I've seen them in other TV shows. Plus, Jan Michael was pretty. The motorcycle chase was really fun. Until the end, that was a weird museum that they were touring. Does anyone know where it is? (laughs) (laughs) The wax museum? (laughs) Or the aquarium or the zoo? I don't know. 
we got to look out for this guy. It's like an an, it was like an animal museum. Um, I, don't, I don't know. That museum wasn't like and that. A, and a car chase on the winding Italian roads. I'm a fan of this well-done character study mm-hmm. of a mechanic, yeah. I guess. Um, let's do like <laughs> one or two more. From Anthony Carr, five stars, titled, Still Good After All These Years, Like Vintage Wine. I first viewed the mechanic in 72, 73, twice. It's one of those movies where every little detail to me is a big deal. Bronson's character, Mr. Bishop, squeezing a ball of wax, smoking a pipe and philosophizing about the art of killing. Jan Michael Vincent's inquisitive nature. And Bronson's character being a little annoyed. The climax of the movie with the man signing Bishop's and McKenna's death warrant by raising his coffee cup with a saucer. Great scene. (laughs) Some people don't get it. This movie is not at all an action movie but a great character study with a hitman who is lonely and suffering from anxiety and his weak point and mistake is taking an overeager and ambitious protege under his wing. Martin Scorsese reviewed and liked a minor gem of a hitman movie in the late fifties called contract killer with Vince Edwards, where his character has a conscience, two different movies for sure, but does not compare <laughs> to the mechanic. It's one of those movies that I don't get, get tired of. See my blog later for that <laughs> other movie. <laughs> like, you want to hear me talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll do one more and then we'll uh, finish with our thoughts and our, our ratings. Mm-hmm. Um, from Snush, uh, five stars titled Super and Smart Adventure Movie. Classic movie and classic Bronson. I've always liked, I've always liked Bronson but found him a bit unusual. Appreciating him more these days. And his movies usually have stronger plots and depth than most tough guy movies like Stallone and Schwarzenegger, who entertain but get silly or heavy-handed when they try to provide a moral to the ending. Schwarzenegger once said his movies are cartoons for adults, with no great lessons in mind. This one is very good, and builds to the surprise ending, with rich detail and character building along the way. A lot of people praising the character building and, yeah. and citing it as a, yeah. as a character study, which... Yeah, I, I can Bronson? see that being like defensive of like some people like, oh, there's not enough action. It's too slow. Maybe is like even on both sides, the critics and the audience is like people seem to be like, no, that's a part of it. And, you're, what, and, and what I like about this. he's yeah. not going to vocalize like how he feels about things because he's a very guarded individual. So the way that you're going to uh, learn about him is through osmosis or like by kind of voyeuristically watching him do what he does the same way that he yeah. does that to other people. Um, right. And I, I don't know. Do I kind of like side with that was, side of it, thinking more. James, do you think a character was written into this movie, or do you think Bronson brought a character to this movie? Oh wow! Um, there was, I think, a pretty open palette to work with in terms of just thinking about the open opening of the movie and him cruising around his house and and you know getting ready for his hit. That is all body language and yeah, visual storytelling, not only through the director, but also through the acting of how a person behaves like with their body and facial expressions and not not speaking a word. And I think that is very much attributed to Charles Bronson's performance. And I would give him heaps and heaps of credit along with, yeah. And, you know, I think the cinematography we were saying makes big choices and, is fun and yeah, fun um, at times, yeah. Makes some makes some moves that are like unexpected and make it like interesting to watch. 
there is, I'm going to go ahead and finish out with my review at the end of this. If you guys don't mind, there's some like, uh, there isn't too much fat on this movie. Like it's pretty lean. Um, and in my, in my mind, because like I'm down for the slow kind of moving pace and kind of learning about this guy. Cause he, he is so fascinating, not only because of the things he's doing, but how he's being performed by an like a great actor that I'm interested in. And I want to check out more of, um, my criticisms would lie in some of, I know I just said there's not much fat, but there's some things that do seem a little like, which is crazy. Yeah. Like, like, I don't know, like, uh, <laughs> this movie should, could be longer cause it's so short just for the principle of the fat. It's hard like, because some of these things like him with him with the prostitute and, him, and, and the dudes growing out and then going to the aquarium and getting the panic attack yeah. stuff. Like these are things that I, I kind of, I'm not oh. seeing why people say character study cause they're just filling out who he is and not necessarily contributing to like the next narrative, uh, point it's it's just kind of like adding more to this guy's whole uh deal man and like what what his to to quote uh to quote some jeff bridges in this in this moment but um yeah there's that and then like i don't know like the i wish i would have kind of liked uh is his name i keep forgetting steve jam right michael. i yeah, uh, jam yeah jam michael but i wish i could there was a moment at the be like some point where i was kind of more uh, liked him a bit so I could hate him even more uh, having that turn would be more satisfying. I think when rather than being like, Oh, I, this guy kind of sucks. Of course he's going to like backstab him at some point. Um, but the, the strengths are definitely with like him setting up the kills and, and I don't know how early this is in the hitman archetype of movies and all those things is like the, that stuff is very satisfying. I can see a lot of the DNA of like future movies that action movies that I like a lot in this movie um, even performance by Charles Bronson, how other people act like there's a reason they got Bruce Willis, I'm sure to do the remake of death wish. And I'm sure Bruce Willis himself finds Charles Bronson as some sort of inspiration to his own deal, man. And, yeah. uh, I thought this was like a very worthwhile, uh, movie to jump into that. I, I'm not sure if I ever would have, and I'm glad that Danny brought it to the polarized, kingdom and our ta our table here and um i'm appreciative to have uh dabbled a little bit in the bronson verse um i'll go ahead and give this one fuck man i need to think about it oh shit uh fucking if you fucking want to wait 74 i'll do a 74 oh okay 74 okay mm -hmm. i'm gonna do that uh danny would you like to go next i mean you want to be the, do you want to be the meat of the sandwich or do you want to be his, uh, the bread? I can go meat? next. I'd love to go next. I'd love to okay. go next. I'd love to go next. Okay, Brandon okay. and I are going to be uh, be the bread to your meat. Cool. I love bread. Like cool. you guys, you guys, you know, and I love you oh, guys. Oh, so. You don't want the final say, Danny? No. You know what? I'm going to leave it to Brandon because okay. I picked the movie and I don't think the final say is fair. Oh, okay. All right. Like, All right. I don't know. Maybe make... maybe Danny should go last. Maybe it should be the final send off of. No, you don't want me to go last because I want to hear an honest opinion last. Okay. Go for it then. Versus like somebody who's absolutely biased. Because, but they might like, be more biased if they he, you know if he hears how you think. Before I give my review, I'm gonna give my like num numeric review, and it's oh. 100. Hell yeah. Dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like, boom. Hell like, yeah. Boom. So that's why Brandon goes last because, like, you got to fucking offset this heavy over here who's about to go all full balls to the wall. Because, Hell yeah. Like, I'm 
all about this movie. Drop that all, hundo. All of the shortcoming. Yes, yes. Hundy drop. Hundy drop. We got that hundy drop. Hundy drop. Hundy drop. Hundy drop. Hundy drop. Yeah. It's it's like, a rare yeah. occasion here. We love it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Because, like, this, this movie... For me personally, like I love crime movies. I love movies about hitmen and shit. And this is like the earliest one that I give a shit about, I guess. Like I don't think like and this even in this, like like I said, the script could be better. Like that's where like if I wasn't gonna drop this hundo, that's where I'd start to pick it apart. Is like the only problems I really have with this movie is like maybe like you know, up to today's standards, I'd love, you know, certain things to be a little different. But like considering whoa, did you guys see that? Did you see what see what God Your Mike was trying to attack you. I you know what? Like it it's it people don't want me to say what I'm about to say. Yes, you know, people God, are trying to take like, the mic away from you. They're there's like... there's yeah, they're the that people don't want this to get out. So mm-hmm. this is this this Hundo drop is a big fucking deal. Yeah. You know, Seismic. like and subscribe on Polarized, like Twitter, Instagrams, all the wow, thank you, thank you, all thank the books. You. you know, people need to know about this. So, <laughs> uh, the mechanic. So the yeah. mechanic, in my opinion, like I, as far as cinematography goes, I really loved it. I really loved how they filmed it, how they shot it. I love the blocking of this movie. I love the costumes of this movie. I love from top to bottom, there's almost everything right. And then the things that don't work the way I want them to, I don't care. I'm like, cool. You know what? I got another choice and it blew my mind. Like, it, like I'm, I'm okay with not getting what I want in these other spots because it's delivering in all these other ones. Mm-hmm. And I get to see like kind of like potential in like what's going to happen later. And this is more fascinating to me than watching John Wick. Like, what they're cool. doing here is not like fucking boom, 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 boom. Like, shoot mm. everyone in the fucking room. Like, shit right here. What they're doing is they're like, you know, this is like grandpa shit. And I, I understand that. Like, I get that people might not like it because it's like an older movie or something. But this shit fucking. I think it still looks good. Whatever they're doing for the. Uh, remastering or whatever we're getting, I thought it was yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, I, thought... I watched this shit on YouTube. Like, you know, I watched it on YouTube. But like, did you, Brandon? You YouTube? Bought it. You bought yeah. it, good man. It was on Tubi it. for free. I, I rented it. I'm sorry, I didn't buy it. Hey, Tubi, had to do that. Tubi. Tubi. This is a pl- this I'd... is my not a plug for Tubi, but. I've used, I, I think I even have it, I own it downstairs on, on like my Amazon downstairs or something like that. But I was up in my room and oh, I was like, yeah. I don't know. I just it was no, no. no I don't think I thought there were going to be, but there's no commercials. The like, oh, it's really free to be movie. But it's a different account downstairs than my Amazon account upstairs on my computer. So I was just like, whatever. I'm just gonna watch this on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, dude! You dropped I, I that did. hundo. I, I, but yeah. You Is know, there anything and like, else you want to you want to share with us about it? There yeah. was there was some other things, man. All right, strap in. So <laughs> the podcast I, starts now. Now <laughs> you started with your score, right? Wow, this is just like I chose this movie because I felt like uh, if it was my pick 
for an action movie to kind of like add to your guys's cornucopia of films that you're mm. doing, I think this really kind of gets the ball rolling. Um, Bronson is the most honest action hero there is, in my opinion. Um, I agree with you. He's the man. I don't think he... And that's where, like, I don't know how many takes Bronson would do. Maybe he would do 50 takes, but I do not see him doing anything different in those takes than what he... Like, he just... He seems like somebody who just is, like, almost a savant, where, like, he doesn't even necessarily want to be here. He just knows More he to should do. be here. Like, because I don't think he's an actor. Like, I don't think he's an actor to some degree. Like a demigod of some kind, or like a... Like he, yeah. Well, he's an of, incredible like a, actor, but, like, I'm saying... force like, of nature? I don't... I, yeah, like, I just... I Like, I just see... I don't mean to say he's, like, fucking something unnatural. I just mean more like... <laughs> you know, I am. Like, just think like he does he does everything interesting and stuff just like vincent d'onofrio or something like there's certain people where you're like this is just inherently good film whenever this guy's doing he's born to do this yeah and in that sense though i just you know and i don't mean to say this in like a weird way but like like i just wonder if like if what if like Bronson is on the spectrum or something like, wait, okay. <laughs> oh no. And I don't mean that in a bad way or anything. I think that it's a spectrum because maybe he has like a weekly, but I'm saying he has a savant when it comes to film where like he, he looks like he can just go do things like uh, very well. And like exactly how Bronson does them. But like, if you watch him, like what if he has like OCD or something? I'm not talking about like something like you know crazy or something. I, I, I don't I, think we can speculate. I don't think we can speculate I, on this. <laughs> well, no, no, no. But I, I, do you I think, think I'd I rather can. not to be honest. <laughs> I think I can. Like I think I have no problem speculating on this because it's like there's nothing wrong with you know having uh, like it's a spectrum because everybody has a little saying. something here, there, there. I'm not saying there's but anything saying, wrong. I'm just saying we're not going to speculate on. <laughs> but. I mean, Bronson is savant level, like doing the shit that he does. Like his approach and everything is methodical. Like, like I think this your point is made with that. Yeah, I don't think it really matters. This otherwise, character works so well with him. He as is as far as like, what we know, and he seems like a complex, like calm, like like thinker who's like on this other level. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I, I really feel that way. Like, uh, say he sep and he separates the wheat from the chaff as far as any other action hero there is. Like when you have, like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger or something. He's a juggernaut, but at the same time, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you do not identify with, like you do, Bronson. And so that's why this is a hundred percent the best. Yeah, I just to get into my reviews is that he is the prototype. Um, and that doesn't mean he's the perfect version of that. He's just the prototype yeah. because he just, and, and that really is to talk about his charisma and his just natural, like <laughs> who he is as a, uh, a, being, a human being. That is just really something to behold because yeah, he just has a, a level of confidence uh, just you're interested in what what is he thinking about? What is you know? Oh, what's he up to? Oh, oh interesting. Uh, yeah, it was cool to see this movie because I I remember once upon a time in the West just generally being good, 
based on the performances but again it just is a situation of yeah like uh, it's to the direction a bit of what the story is because there can be in especially in this movie that's like really short and meanders it's fascinating that that's a thing and i and it's not anymore because that's just not really yeah it's not it's not going to continue to work because it doesn't it's an anomaly yeah interest but what holds people interest so well is charles bronson in this and so even though the script sucks and what what's going on it's kind of whatever um (laughs) i mean it's still enjoyable to watch him do stuff and uh so yeah no i appreciate the recommendation to watch this movie because i think yeah to get introduced to bronson like like get reintroduced to a degree um to a very real degree yeah it was nice um i'm gonna give this movie uh a 72 percent just like the year hey that's oh that's nice that's classic yeah that works well we we fucking did it the mechanic uh you've been Fucking polarize, baby. Oh, um, I like that, dude. I like want that? that on your t- I You've want a t-shirt that polarized. says that. I will, I will buy a t-shirt that says that. Welcome That's to sick. Polar Kingdom. Yes, yes. You want to be a polar bear? You want to be a polar bear? <laughs> yeah, just, you know, uh, I, I just like you being Bronson, man. Like, I yeah, too. Man, I'm going to keep talking like this. I don't even know if it's Bronson anyway. It does, he does have like a Clark Gable cadence almost. Yeah, it's it, weird. Well, um, so there's like a Simpsons character uh, that like uh, there's a couple Simpsons characters that are Bronson. He does like, look like a catfish. Like his face. Oh, yeah, of... he does look like a catfish. <laughs> He's got those whiskers. Absolutely. In this, he looks like a catfish. Older ones, Bronson has a thicker mustache and stuff. Unlike uh, then, yeah, yeah. Like you got to see the changes of. He's like, he's like Bowie. The stash man. progression. Like, yeah, I'm down. You, you got to see the changes. I'm gonna Death Wish will be my next one, and we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, and then yeah, I think Jeff Wish got Jeff. Uh, wait, it's either Jeff Goldblum or Lawrence Fishburne. That's one interesting that two. you mistake those two. <laughs> well, because, yeah, one, because one of them's in Death Wish one, and one of them's in Death oh, Wish two. Oh, cool. Yeah, a, lo- a young Larry Larry Fishburne. That's what he was. Uh, of, like crazy psychos. <laughs> like, that's what he was uh, credited in uh, Apocalypse Now as Larry. He was called Larry. I, I really think uh, as a little word of it, of Bronson advice. I think if you're gonna do Death Wish one, you might as well just watch Death Wish one, two, th- uh, three. I don't know. Pick pick a decent <laughs> amount of Death Wishes. Watch them all, and then talk about them. <laughs> all together at once oh i don't know if we'll talk about them yeah i think those are like i'm only saying that like death wish has basically the almost the exact same plot besides different family members getting brutally messed up and then i think i would like this one more but we'll we'll see people Mm -hmm. well they're they're very cut and dry movies so i think after you see one maybe consider just watching maybe tackling it two at a time or something because oh my uh, god yeah, but I don't know if they're polarizing or not. So. I don't think so. Yeah, we probably won't talk about it, but I'll, I'm going to check it out. I would I would like to now reveal our movie for uh, next right. week. Uh, we will be talking about a 2004 picture, a mystery and thriller slash drama, according to Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. It is called Wicker Park with Josh Hartnett. Um, it is a 20, 27% rating by the critics. 79% rating by the audience. 
I'll read the synopsis so we get an idea of what we're getting ourselves into. Uh, Matthew, Josh Hartnett, and Lisa, Diane Kruger, are madly in love, but one day Lisa vanishes. Simon enters an emotional tailspin and begins an obsessive quest to find her. Years later, Simon's life has stabilized, and he's in a new relationship. Then he thinks he sees Lisa in a restaurant and fixates on her all over again. He snoops around and eventually tracks down the mysterious woman from the restaurant. Her name is Alex Rose Byrne, but she acts just like Lisa. This sounds like Vertigo yeah. for dummies or something. <laughs> wow, already You'll going see. into it. No, that was Hartnett. me. That was me, not dummies. I did like Vertigo Light, Diet Vertigo or something. Hartnett's a catch for a movie. Like that guy. That oh, he's guy, a treat. Like, Oh, we got Matthew bring, Matthew Lillard in this. Matthew Lillard's in this too. Oh, mm. yeah, that guy. That guy gets up box. Matthew Lillard and Josh Hartnett. I bet this movie made money. Yeah, and I'm speaking of chewing a a red curtain bef- before anything like you were at the beginning of the show, Danny. Matt, we're gonna get ready for Matthew Lillard chewing up all that scenery. I'm sure. <laughs> um, so uh, can, as can we, I? Oh, yeah. What's I, up? Can I throw out like one or two more facts? One fact. One fact you about this. Pick movie. your favorite fact. Picture there, there is no dialogue for the first sixteen minutes of this movie. Wow. Wow. Thank you, Danny. Thank you, Danny. <laughs> Thank you for the Bronson facts. Thank you so much for the Bronson facts. It was all. I just... think that's a good Bronson fact, isn't that? Yeah, a... I. Yeah. I loved it. You watched this movie and for 16 minutes, no one said shit. And you were like, dude, that was a part of my review. That's what I'm saying. Like that whole beginning was, or like you asked that very good question of like, if the character was made or not in those 16 minutes of action, he made that character was Charles Bronson and, and, uh, the editing and the cinematography, because there's no, no, none of the talkie talkie more of the wacky wacky, if you know what I mean. Um, (laughs) well, thank you very much for having me on. Danny, thank you so much. a blast to talk about this with always a pleasure come back next time i hope we can do maybe another one of like 70s 80s like i don't know some some old like older movies i really enjoy so maybe we can find another one of those that'd be fun or whatever mm. you're feeling but uh this has been a blast if you'd like to uh, catch us anywhere else other than how you're listening to us right now you can find us on twitch we do this live uh twitch.tv polarized pod um you can Follow us on all your favorite podcast places. If you already listened to this, you already figured that part out, I guess. Um, Way to go. Polarize. You did it. You did it. We're doing it. You did it. You did it. We're here. Maybe you watch the mechanic. Oh, man. We're all in this together. Um, (laughs) You can go to you can go to Twitter. You can follow us there. Polarize pod. You can send us an email at polarize the pod at gmail.com. Any like sort of movie idea, Spotify. requests, uh, rate, review, subscribe on Apple, iTunes, all this good stuff. We yes, love you yeah. all. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Yeah. Uh, bye-bye. Bye. Bye.